0: and welcome to episode 22 of On Thin Ice, the Mike Bossy episode. 22 at 22, the Adam Mare episode. Here we go. And needless to say, our biggest episode.
1: It should be the number 32 episode.
0: It should be the number 32 episode, but I cannot hold this. Can I say it? Yes.
1: First ever interview, one of my favorite players ever. Rob Ray. Guys, we got Rob Ray today. We got Rob Ray. Fucking Razor, dude. Uh... Incredible interview Like he was so good Super nice guy super, So good Super nice Like Super talked humble Talked about Anything we talked to uh, talk, Asked him about Yeah
0: I mean, mean The interview came out To roughly 30 What 35 minutes
1: Yeah Apologies by the way Ed and I do sound A little bit Echoed You do You do too But you only talk A couple times So you can't tell And that's not me Being a smart ass Like you do It's It's You're quieter Than me too So the echo's like Not as bad Yeah But it's still bad I didn't
0: think it was horrid on my end. Just admit fault for once. Like, we fucked up. But Razor sounded great. Razor sounded great. Um, everything turned out phenomenal, and I'm happy with it. Um, do, you, do you just want to hop into the interview? I mean, I want to talk about him first. Like, Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Razor. You 41 know? career goals,
1: over 3,000 PIMS. 16 NHL seasons with the Sabers and Senators. It invented
0: the Rob Ray rule, right? And which he gets into. He got into that. He got <laughs> into. He got into a McGillney story you didn't know about.
1: Which uh, apparently it's it's public knowledge the way he talked about it, but I had no idea.
0: Yeah, I never heard this one.
1: No, it talked about talked about playing with the Dominator. Talked about the state of the Sabers now, and like he didn't. He was so off the cuff about
0: it. Like it was so cool. Can I be honest with you with one thing? Yeah. Before the interview, what I was no- most nervous about was like, and we'll, and we'll use the Do- uh, Dominic Kashuk question for example. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be like you'd ask about Dominic Kashuk and what it was like playing with him, and he'd be like, "Good." I was, I was, I was worried about it too. Razor seems like that guy. He's kind of like us
1: sometimes, where it's like, I don't like the text. I would rather talk about
0: it. Yeah, and honestly, he like turned said- out to be such a gem. Where it's not like a, a where the term gem in a rough comes in comes from where like he wasn't that because he was he's not
1: diamond in the rough
0: diamond in the rough right.
1: Oof, my hey
0: but like he but he was very much like ball ball buster yeah he he was he, he was super humble super nice oh he, dude we
1: honestly we couldn't have asked for a better first interview
0: and I, and honestly I, I i would love to have him on again
1: yeah you gotta do it before the season
0: oh uh, yeah or you know. Uh, or Obviously. when
1: we, or when we get knocked out of the playoffs in October.
0: Yeah, um, uh, and also just to bring this up, this is the expansion draft episode live reactions. Um, we we noticed there has been a lot Excuse of leaks me. and a lot of things like that. I fully
1: tried stay. I put my phone down. I fully I tried. Turned staying off away
0: notifications. From it. I put my phone down. Oh, uh, ESPN.
1: ESPN sent a thing. that, like all the like. Things are out. Would you want to see the thing? I'm like, no, I don't want. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Yeah, there's no point of an <coughs> <clears throat> excuse me of an actual expansion draft at that point. Right? Why would I? Why would I watch now? I, like I said, that's like the NFL draft. Being like,
0: here's the first ten picks. Yeah, and like, this is where I love at the NHL. It's like the NHL is still growing. Right. And we have a, a redraft basically of current teams' players being taken. Why take that away from us? Right, and you got to blame uh,
1: you can use the word blame, you can say whatever, but you got to blame guys like Elliot Friedman, all these dude why? Why? Like we're trying to get the league to a fucking point where people pay attention
0: and then you literally spoil the entire thing. And can I give credit to one person on this whole in this whole thing? Yeah. Bob McKenzie. Oh, dude, uh, Margarita
1: Bob. Margarita Bob. He's out sipping marks. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know there's an expansion draft. <laughs> he probably doesn't even realize <laughs>
0: it. He doesn't even realize there's an expansion draft. He's probably like, so, Bob, who do you think is getting taken first in this expansion draft? He's like Wayne Gretzky. I'm like, I like the pick. Yeah, I, do. I, I like the pick. Prime Wayne Gretzky or, like, Rangers Gretzky. But I
1: do agree with you, Ed. Should jump in the interview. This interview is brought to you by Danos Seasoning. Thank you to Danos for just sponsoring us. Awesome seasoning, versatile, spicy or original. Put it on, as you said, anything, steak, chicken, fish,
0: vegetables, veg- roasted vegetables, incredible. Can I ask you a Danos question? Here? Yeah. You're the cook. You're the one here who's given me some of my knowledge <sighs> on cooking. Excuse me. And given me a lot of confidence by watching you cook and following your technique. Can I season scallops? 200%. I'd go with the spicy seasoning. You're going to go with spicy? Oh, yeah. that yeah. spicy? Because you know why spicy? it's spicy, but you're not like,
1: this is the hottest thing I've ever eaten. It's one of those where you taste it, you're like, this is that. But there's flavor. Yes. And that's the important part. It's one of those, you eat it, you're like, this isn't that hot. But then it's like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, Ed, kick it over to Rob Ray, buddy. Rob Ray. I'm, I'm here, here with 16 mm. NHL season, season veteran Rob Ray, Ray Buffalo and Ottawa, Ottawa. Inventor of the Rob Ray rule, over 3,000 penalty minutes. Rob, what's going on? Uh, not too
2: much, gentlemen. How are you guys?
3: I'm doing great. Again,
1: like I yeah. said before, the podcast is an absolute honor to have you on. One of my favorite savers of all time. I'm not, I'm not just saying to kiss your, your enemies, ass,
2: but... No, you're, you're, a, guy. Guy. you're a smart huh? guy. Yeah. You're a smart guy.
1: I haven't been told that often, but I'll take no,
2: it. I'll give it to you. Um, first <laughs> off,
3: I guess I, guess
2: I, I want, want to talk, talk about, let about, let's talk about, about the, the Rob Ray rule first. You have ever rule invented. Yeah, that was something that, uh, you know, back in the late 80s, 90s, there was a lot of experimenting going on with fighting from tearaway jerseys to Velcro in your arms to, you know, spraying stuff on your arms so they couldn't hang on. There was so much going on that... You know, you just tried and tried and tried things until you found something that worked. And I found that uh, the jersey coming off and having all the equipment not tied down worked to my advantage. And, you know, I ran with it for a long time until they decided it was not going to happen anymore. But I guess in the big picture, when you're all said and done, it was kind of, you know, when it happened, it was like, what the heck? You know, like, you know, trying to getting involved in that way. It was a part of the game and it always was and will be. But now that I look back and I go, I guess it was kind of cool that uh, you know you had that big of an influence on it that they had to to change some some rule for you. Yeah, yeah
3: that's, that's pretty. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like, like Sean, Sean Avery, Avery too. too. They,
2: they made, made a rule about him. About him. Yeah, well, let's not get myself and Sean Avery in the same class here. Okay, <laughs> let's let's <laughs> keep those separated. All
3: right, all right.
1: All right. Well, well, uh. No, no, no me, I, looked I looked up a stat, stat about
2: you. I don't, don't know if it's true. It, it says, says you scored, scored on your first ever, ever shot and your last, last ever shot. shot. Yeah, my first shift and my last shift. Uh, first shift in Pittsburgh um, scored on Tom Barrasso, five hole, and and then my last shift when I was with Ottawa was in Toronto, and right off the draw, backhand, same thing, five hole, and uh, that was it. I went back to the bench in Ottawa and. Shock never played me another shift, never played me another game. And I'm like, I guess that's a good way to end it. Yeah, yeah why
0: not? Now, going off of that, I noticed you had 41 career goals and you scored in your first and last shift. Which was the most memorable goal of your career?
2: Um, You know, obviously your first one is is special because it's, it's something that, uh, you know, you look back on and, you know, if you never played another game, at least uh, you're in the book, you're on the board. And it was something that people can never take away from you. I think that the, the next one that would be just as cool, uh, it was game five here against the Leafs in 99. And I scored the game winning goal um, against the Leafs here in this building. And it was, that was a, a pretty cool feeling. That was a 4-1, right? The series? Um, yeah, I think it might've been. Yeah. yeah. We won. Yeah. I think we, we split in Toronto for the first and then beat them twice here in our building and then went back and finished it off in Toronto
3: yeah I'm it sure six. you got
2: I'm sure, sure you got, got a lot to remember about that
3: year here.
2: yeah it was a pretty special time pretty special group of guys and you know you always dreamed of getting to get into that position and and we weren't a team that was expected to be in that position and you know it was a real tight-knit group of guys and you know we didn't have the superstar we had Dom and Nat but you couldn't always count on him so it was a group of guys that played really hard in front and they were Good guys, you know, we all got together there a couple of years ago when we had the 50th anniversary, and it was, you know, guys have gone in their own directions and you come back together and it's like you you never missed a day. So it was it's it's always fun group. It was a good group of guys, a lot of young guys that we experienced a lot of growing up with. And you know, you look back and you put the smile on your face, uh, you know, when you think of that team. That's, That's awesome. Now what is the stand on that? that what, what was, was it, it like, like playing with? Hesh? Hesh? Tom was an unbelievable goaltender. Like, let's, let's just, that's, you you just didn't know what you're going to get out of. him. And, you know, every day he was, he was one of the hardest working guys on the ice that you're going to come across. And, you know, he would have days when he was not happy with his practice and he'd keep you on the ice until you're, until he was satisfied. And, and he was a guy that, uh, you know, put a lot of thought into it. He, he mastered the game, not just by you know, playing and fundamentally he he would experiment with stuff in practice that you're like, what the hell is he doing down there? Like laying on the ice and moving his legs in different areas and seeing if there was openings. And, you know, he messed with his equipment an awful lot to make sure it was, everything was tight to the ground. And so he, he, he was, he was a student of the game and tried to, to do what he could do with what he had. And, but so acrobatic and the stuff he did, it was like every night you were just, Bang, bang, and you—you you would see stuff that you know. Even the other teams, you, you could just see them looking at it, going, "Holy shit, how are we ever going to beat this guy?" But he was—he was a good guy. Dom was a good guy. He was—he uh, walked his own beat. Don't get me wrong, but you know, a lot of those kind of guys are like that. And we understood it, and we, we really nobody cared, and we just made sure that uh, you know Dom would be available for us to play every night. So we just kind of <laughs> keep an extra little eye on him.
1: Now, was, now, was he, he, was, was he, he the, the best player, player you have ever played play with? with? Um, I
2: mean, you know, I, was, I was, I was fortunate. You know, another goaltender that we had here, Grant Fuhrer, one of the oh. best in the business for a long time. He was, it was spectacular. You know, watching Fierzy out there, two, not different players, kind of similar because they all, they both like the, the flair for the dramatic save and all that kind of thing. And uh, Dom a lot more flexible and, and a lot more. Uh, athletic than what Fierzy was but Fierzy was an awful lot of fun to watch too he was he was a pretty special goalie but you know we got i got a chance to play with some really good players here over the years Howard Chuck and Lafontaine and McGilmy and these kind of guys they were they were special players of the game and you know you got a chance to play with them it was it was cool because you know you kind of knew where they stood in the game and you know the the stature that they had and the way people looked at them and you know, you're on the ice with them and you're playing with them, and sometimes you had the chance to play in their lines, and it was like, yeah, it was it was a good feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard, heard I've heard a, heard a lot of people talk, talk about McGillney like, like he was, was probably one of the best players I've ever
3: played.
2: One of the most talented guys I was ever on the ice with. And you know, Alex played on natural talent. He did do a lot of extra to to improve that. And you know, I think I still say to this day, if he ever put that effort into it to get himself You know, work on the stuff. You know, he worked on stuff in practice, but a lot of not extra, you know, after it. And I just think that if he did that, it would have been unbelievable with this guy. But that's the way he was. That's the way he wanted to be. And he was, he was content and it was very successful. So, but he was a huge competitor too. I'll tell you what, he, he got into games and he, you know, off the ice, he was one type of person, but when he got on the ice, he he was playing to win and he was playing to, to be successful. So I give him that credit.
1: All right, Yeah, Yeah, he was amazing. He was one one of my my favorite players players too.
2: too. Not as as much much as you. (laughs) Um, They were both drafted in the fifth round in 88. They had two picks in the fifth round, and they took Alex first and then took me. And out of that draft, we're the only two guys that played. That's crazy. So, yeah. So it was pretty cool because when he, you know, was drafted and then you got to experience the whole thing of getting him over here, everything that Donnie Luce and those guys had done to get him over here, and then, you know, I was, I don't know if it was fortunate or unfortunate to be a part of when he was, the guy came to threaten him there one time, uh, you know, at the restaurant, it was me, him and Kenny Sutton sitting there and it happened. And, you know, he ended up going to court over that and having to testify for that. So there was a lot to go with, with uh, Alex, but it was a great experience. Well, that's, that's true. I've never heard, heard that story. story. Yeah.
1: Um, i was stay in your, your career, career for a bit. bit. You were a, a fighter, fighter obviously. obviously. At,
2: At what point did point you, you realize like, like I have, have to fight, fight to be in this? Well, I wasn't a fighter. I okay. I came in and I was a out of junior, you know, good defensive player. Yeah. yeah. Offensive numbers decent. I think I had to get 50 some points my last year in junior.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but when I got drafted here and then I got sent to Roch that first year, John Van Boxmere Melissa said to me, he said, Hey, look, there's an opportunity for you to play, and this is what they want you to do. And if you're willing to do it that is going to give your best opportunity to take the next step to the NHL. And I'm like, show me how, you know, teach me how. And I give him a lot of credit for working with me that year. Not so much on the fighting side of it. You had to kind of learn that on your own, but when to, when not to in game situations and it opened up the door for me. Um, You know, you you might not ever have made it just on, you know, your natural talent, and your game alone. So he, kind of give me that heads up and open that door for me to find the way. And, and, you know, when you're young and like that, you're you do whatever it took to get to that next step. And, you know, within a year I was getting the chance to play. So you look back on it, was it hard? Hell yeah, it was hard, but you know, you might not ever fulfill that dream if you didn't, you know, kind of go off that path you're on to uh, try something different. And, you know, at this level, especially back then, you did what they wanted you to do. If they wanted you to score goals, you better score goals. If they wanted you to check, you better check. You know, so it was it. It wasn't like now where they bring these kids in and and you know they can not do what they want. It's just kind of a lot of the same player back there. Back then, it was more specialized in certain things. Right, right. Now,
3: now, you thought, thought
1: the who's who, who, who of everybody. Who was, was
3: who was, was the, the tough, tough guy? guy? Who was the, the
2: toughest guy? guy? You're like shit. I gotta, I gotta fight him. Well, I always. Every time I had to get involved with Joe Kosher, it was always a, oh my God, you know, because he hit so hard and you knew that he was going to stand in there. He was going to throw. And every time he hit you, it was going to hurt. So I had an awful lot of respect for Joe, but you know, over the years you had ended up fighting guys. I fought Tony twist one night and he hit me so hard right here. It pushed my eyeball through through an orbital bone here. The whole side of my face filled up full of air. Took uh, nine days. I think it was for that air to come out. And so back then those guys you were fighting, whether it was Jay Miller and, you know, Marty McSorley, every team had guys that you had to be on your toes, man. And, you know, if, if you didn't, you were going to get hurt out there because these guys were trying to hurt you when they fought you, they weren't just fighting to fight. They were fighting to hurt you. And, uh, you know, you learn quick, you had to learn quick, or You're going to be in big trouble. And, you know, I just, it just seemed like, I had a fight one night with uh, Dave Brown in Philadelphia and, John Muckler was our coach, and it was just kind of getting into that time when you were starting to feel comfortable doing it. And it was in Philadelphia. We dropped our gloves, and all I could hear is mucks from the bench going, Don't do it! Don't do it! And I got in this fight with Dave, and we went at it. And I caught him with a good one, and I buckled him, and he kind of fell into my chest. And he's like, That's enough. And from that point on, it was like, I can do this. You know, it was kind of like, Yeah, I can do this. I can fight these big guys. And, and from that point on, it was just, you know, kind of routine. Was no, did did anything,
1: anything ever happen about, about that, that fan, fan piss-pounded you pounded to the
2: bench? No, no, nothing ever came of that. <laughs> uh, you know, I was never the, the league or anything like that. It, it it cost a little bit because I think the league had to, or the team had to do some stuff just to, you know, kind of make sure. But um, that was it. it. Just nothing came out of it. It was nothing. There was nothing we did. This guy kind of instigated the whole thing. There was There was a five-on-five fight on the ice. Her Braglin had ran over Clint Malarchuk. There's a five on five fight. We're all watching him, And all of a sudden you see this guy climbing on the glass behind the bench. I like, can remember John Muckler going, I'll get him. And he goes down with a stick and I got a picture of him, him just ready to poke the guy, push him back in the stands. And he jumps in the bench, jumps in, we grab on him, throw him on the ice. He jumps up off the ice and comes right back to where we are. And then that was it until the cops got out there and kind of rustled him to the ground and, and carried him off. But, no, yeah, I can remember looking down to the, the the Quebec bench, and they're all kind of looking at it, going, <laughs> well, "What the hell just happened over there?" And come to find out, that. come to find out, the guy was actually protesting the violence in the game. Oh, that and this was his right whole mission, and this is what ends up. happening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of stupid. All right, now, now let's,
1: let's get, get I know, you know. What, let, let me, me
3: talk, talk about RJ. RJ. You, you gotta, gotta have to miss yeah. him now.
2: Oh, RJ's awesome. And you know what the games when he does, I know he gets fewer and fewer. But he's a beautiful man. Like, he's a generous man that just loves the game, loves the team, loves the organization. He does everything. And I'll tell you what, he's, he was – I was scared to death when I first started working with this guy because, you know, he was at a level that, you know, he was so well-respected. And, you know, you were kind of feeling your way around, trying to figure out how this job worked. And he wouldn't hesitate to give it to you some nights. Like, what the hell did you say that for? And this and that. You know, I found myself after games get, getting on the bus kind of nervous because he had said something to you. And, you know, I'd have to go to the dress room and grab six beers and bring them to him <laughs> on the bus and kind of give them to him. And But he was great. He kind he helped you out to try to figure out what it was all about and, and how, how to do the job. Because you didn't get any direction from anybody else. It was just kind of like you were thrown in that position. Go do it. And it was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I still don't. I'd spend... 15 years later, I still, I really don't know what the heck I'm doing in that job. Um, But he, he's so good to the people, so good to kids. And, you know, for him, it's all family. You know, we sit around now and we're talking about, you know, his kids and grandkids and my kids. And, you know, he's always texting you, you know, in the off season or during the season about the kids and hockey games. And we'll play over Niagara Falls with my son. He's 12 and RJ will come to the games and he's just that kind of guy. And, I'll tell you what, people love this guy, love him, love him. And you go on the road, and if RJ's not there, it's, there's two guys in our organization that everybody on the road asks about. It's Rip Simonic, our longtime trainer, and RJ. And that's the guys they want to know about. They, they always want to know about these two guys. So they've left a very good impression uh, within the people in the league. Yeah,
3: yeah definitely, definitely
1: two, two of the, the best to ever do. Now, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the Sabres, Sabres now. now.
2: I, I, see
1: I see the, the,
3: the,
2: the protected, protected list, list came out. out. Very yep. shocking that, that Will Borgen wasn't on Well, you know, I, I, I think you're in a position right now where you've got these young kids that you've got to kind of protect. You know, Will Borgen, I think they may look at him as uh, he's going to play. This kid's going to play and he's going to yeah. do extremely well. But you got to remember, too, when these lists come out, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes with teams and, you know, there's deals that are made and you know, if there is really somebody, they, they're in a position where they can't protect and they want to protect, then, you know, they, they kind of work together. But, you know, Will played well this year, missed a lot of the year. You know, he broke his forearm in a yep. game early in the year and, and missed a lot. So I would think, you know, there's there's so many guys out there available uh, that are 100% ready to step in and play that. You know, in a lot of cases, some guys like that may get overlooked a little bit. And it's a little easier to to make some kind of a, a deal, possibly, to, to, to keep them from, from going as well. So, you know, I, I think there's others guys available on our list that, uh, you know, they would be looking at maybe before.
3: Yeah, Colin so hopefully, one. hopefully,
2: because he's Hopefully, a he's a guy that's going to be a big part of this team. And, you know, Risto right now, Risto, you know, to be traded... You know, there's a possibility, but you can't leave him unprotected because he's a, he's an asset that if you're gonna move him, you're gonna get something in return for him. So right. you know, I think you, you gotta if you didn't leave if you left him unprotected, bang, he's gone in a second. Yep.
3: yep.
2: Now, now, speaking, speaking of trades, trades what, what what are, are your tastes on Jack Michael and, and Sam? Um both unbelievable players, like yep. both these guys are world-class players. And you know, Sam really showed what his worth this year when Jack went down and stepping into the center and doing whatever he was asked and still put great numbers up. And, you know, he's the kind of guy that can play with anybody. You can play him in any situation, any player, and he's whomever he plays with, he's going to make them better. And, you know, I think that, you know, Sam really showed what he was all about and made a huge mark. Um, so, you know, if they're talking about moving them, then you're going to get something fantastic in return because I think his, his, his just worth within the game, you know, rose tremendously this year. And, you know, team's really seen what kind of a guy he can be. If he goes great, you know, you're going to get a good return. If he doesn't, he's going to be a great player for you for, for a number of years coming up. You know, Jack is like, he's a very special player. He's a, extremely special. And he has done a great job. And, you know, it's just in a situation now where everything that's gone on, you know, is does Jack want to be here? I think that's what it comes down to. If Jack wants to be a saber, then he's, you know, it's, that's the greatest scenario. If he doesn't, then, you know, you don't want players that aren't wanting to be a part of your organization. And, you know, that's the situation right now that if, I'm not sure because, you know, you don't have any idea, but, you know, if that's the conversation that's being had, then then you're in a situation right now where you've got one of the best players in the game out there, and you, if you're going to move him, you're going to get a huge return for this guy and, you know, in the big picture, if, if Kevin right now is looking to rebuild this team and, and use the young guys he has, just moving those three parts right there, you're going to be able to, to speed up that process by the guys you're going to bring in. And the other thing, too, is if you do move those three guys, then it's going to get you into a salary cap situation where it's manageable. You know, we were sitting in, in last place last year, and still every night you're up to the cap and you were making decisions on who could play and who couldn't play due to what they were making. So, you know, you don't want yourself. And I think the leverage you could get by getting that, gaining that salary cap space uh, can pay a huge difference because there's a lot of teams right now that are in that position. And there's going to be a lot of guys available, a lot of very good guys available because teams try to have to make moves to, uh, to free up some space. So, and the money right now, you're not sure about people coming into buildings next year. There's a lot of things that are, come into that equation so when you're talking players like that sometimes it comes down to the business side as well
3: right Um. am stay on, on the young guys, guys let's, let's talk, talk about dylan, dylan cousins for a second.
2: yeah
1: how high is
3: this
2: man i don't think anybody really knows um the good thing about dylan when you ever have a chance to get to talk to the guy and get to know him a little bit he's he's a hockey player like he's a hockey player and he understands how the game is supposed to be played. He understands his responsibility on the ice, off the ice. He's a kid that uh, is so excited to to be in this position and the chance he's getting and and guys love him. He's a great guy and he's super, super well-respected in the room already. And, and guys, you know, appreciate the way he plays the game. But, you know, a lot of times guys play the game for themselves a lot of the times. And Dylan's not one of those guys, it's team, it's team. And, you know, he's willing to do whatever it takes to, to make the team better and whatever he's asked to do. And I, what I like about Dylan, too, I'm not talking about the going out and fighting, but he understands when something like that has to be done, and he's he's not hesitant to do it. And But the kid can skate. He's got some really nice hands. He's got a super shot. And, you know, I think last year he came a long ways, even in the short time he was able to be here, that – you know, moving forward, you know, you don't want to put the pressure on a guy like that because he's young. And, but he's going to get a tremendous amount of chance to play in every scenario and coming down the stretch, you know, he's playing against Ovechkin head to head. He's playing, you know, against Crosby head to head. And those are the kind of things you want young kids to be doing. You know, you're not going out there all the time thinking, yeah, we're going to, we're going to win this hockey game. You're thinking that way, but the experience he's getting, you know, taking face-offs against some of the best guys in the NHL, Backstrom and these guys, you know, in the second half of the season, that's, that's only that's uh, you can't pay to get that experience, you can't get that any other way other than being out there. And I think that Dylan, Dylan is a good, good player, and he's going to be a good player for a long time. And he's a big, strong kid. And, and I think just the experience he had will make him even better going home this year and coming back next year.
3: Yeah, and he, he seems, seems to be, as, be as even though he's a young kid, kid he seems, seems to be a, a
1: very good, good leader, too.
2: too. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he's always been in that position. He's been in that position, uh, you know, whether it's w- with the World Juniors and back in his junior team and always coming up through. But he, he doesn't put himself ahead of the game. He puts the team and the game ahead of himself. And, and I think that's, that's the biggest thing you can have coming out of a young kid. Yeah,
3: they, I, I love the kid. He's going to
2: be awesome. Be
1: awesome. Um, what, what's, what's the feeling? they, they got to be excited about naming Don
2: Granato the full-time head coach. John's a great guy you know, Don did an excellent job and you listen to the guys, um, how he's looked at and respected and how Don, you know, understands the, the abilities of every guy and what they can do and allowing them to go play that game. And I think Don understands there's, it's allow not handcuffing guys, you know, trying to make Darlene be more defensive when, you know what, that's not his game. His game is get the puck, go jump up in the play make sure you got somebody playing with them. That's going to cover up and don't make them change their game to the style you want to play. Understand what their greatest assets are and allow them to play. Not every guy can do that. And, but just, just allowing them to be the player they can be. And I think that John was a great communicator. I think that the advantage he has had is over the years, he's always been with the developmental camps and, you know, college kids and that. So he's learned to deal with the younger generation and he's able to communicate with them well, and he gained a ton of respect with the guys. And we're in a situation moving forward here, probably, that it's going to be a young group of guys. And it's time to teach them the right way and how things are supposed to be. And, and I think he's, he's great at that, because that's what he's done for the last, you know, I don't know, decade or more that he's, he's been involved in the game. So, yeah, I, I just think that right now, Don is a very good choice because, A, you got to have a respect to the player in the room. And they have to respect you. And I think that uh, you know he was able to do that, but with some good help with uh, Danny Girardi and Matty Ellis, because they're two guys that have just stepped out of the game. Both these guys have worked with these kids, whether it was in Rochester or when they got there uh, a lot this summer and all that. So two very well-respected guys. And I just think that Donnie has done a really good job of understanding what he has and allowing them to play that game. Right, and I, and I think it showed it when he took, took over. over. It seemed like, like Casey Middlestad, Middlestad. played the yes. best hockey he's ever played in the league. Well, I think he's like you could put him and Dolan in the same category. That one when, when Don took over, it just seemed like they were released from being what they were expected to be to be what they could be. And you know, they both uh, flourished on. They they both looked like they played much more relaxed game. They weren't second guessing all the time. They weren't. There was no hesitation in their game. Sometimes when you do that, there's a lot of hesitation and you can't have that in the game. It's just got to come natural. And look, Casey Middlestad is never going to be your best uh, defensive forward or anything like that. That's not what he's been. That's not what he is. You know, that's not his MO. His MO is offense, making plays happen, good with the puck. So let him do that and make sure the guys that are with them can help him do that. And also, you know, compensate on, on the defensive end.
3: Right. right. And that's, it,
1: it seems like, like what it was
2: with the last coaching staff. Like, they just, they just kept, kept trying, trying to fit, fit a square peg into a round hole. hole. Yeah, I think you see that a lot, coaches. You know, not just on, you know, the last coach, but it's been the last, you know, couple of coaches. They've got an idea of the way they want, the team wants to play, and they try getting guys. It, look, every one of these guys have been a star in their team coming up through. And a lot of guys have to change their games to become third and fourth line players in the NHL. So they have to, you know, maybe change a little bit defensively and all that, and, and the responsibilities. And it's not all about offense. But when you've got, you know, your top six guys, you, you want to let them play their game. Go play your game, do your thing, and the other guys can can do the other stuff. So I think when you got that high end talent, you don't you don't want them to adjust. Yeah, you want them to be responsible, but you got to let them play to their assets. And and I think that's uh, what a lot of coaches don't do. You know, a lot of coaches have an idea they have a theory and this is what we're going to do. Well, unless you have the players that are capable of doing what you're expecting to, then it's never going to work. And in our situation, those players weren't they weren't programmed to play that kind of a game. And, you know, the game that they're trying to play now is is a little more adapted to to the style of player you have. Right. right.
3: Now, well, I, I guess,
1: guess the, the last question, question about this team, team what's, what's a, a realistic, realistic expectation?
3: expectation?
2: I think it's going to depend on what they do with these guys if they move Jack, Sam, Risto, and that, then you're going to probably have a younger team that's going to go out and and do an awful lot of learning again this year. Um, you know, there's still a situation goal that, you know, you got to figure out what you're doing with that moving forward. Um, you know, I, you're not going to step in and you're in a pretty tough side over here. You know, the teams are, are very, very good. Even if you go back to the same format of who you're going to play, um, those those teams are good. Tampa's is going to be good. Florida's is going to be good. Pitts still going to be good. Toronto's good. Boston's always good. You know, so you're playing against high end caliber every night and it's going to be tough. But I, I think that the big picture right now for this group is teaching them the right way to play the game and then it's just going to take some time for them to develop into the players that, you know, hopefully they're they're capable of being.
3: Right. right. I, I think full on 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 your, you're you're, you're going to see a, a prep, prep, better prep, prep. Issue. Oh,
2: you You know what, if they just, if you just go in this town, if you go out and work hard and you might not win all the time, but if you go out and work hard and show improvement and, and look like you give a crap for being out there, then people are, are going to support it over the top, right. you know, too many times it just, you know, there's, there's been times in the past when you've looked at this team and you're going, they're not on the same page, like they're going in all different directions. I had a player come up to me a couple of years ago and he, and he was a defenseman, been around for a long time. And he goes, do you find it kind of strange that I've played as long as I have? And this is probably January, February. And I talked to him and he goes, and playing at this point in the season. And I really have no idea what the hell I'm doing in my defensive zone. So, you know, that's the things you had to deal with a little bit over the past and, you know, hopefully that's that kind of thing is corrected now or will right. be corrected. All right. Well, I don't want
0: to take up much, much more, more of your time. time. If, uh, do you have anything else?
2: Yeah. yeah I just said it work. <laughs> I didn't. I thought you were just a guy sitting there. <laughs> you no. Know, I thought, you thought it, it was a cardboard can, cutout. No. Yeah, the,
0: um, so, the with the free agency coming up, up right? what, uh, yeah. what what do you, do do you think, think Buffalo should look for with Allmark potentially being a free agent and Ristolainen and all these players that are
2: coming up? Well, I think that if they move these guys, you're going to get a number of players coming back. As I said, it's not going to be a one for one deal in any of those situations, you're going to get something good in return. I don't think you're in a position, if you're going to build a team that you're going to go out and spend Boku money on free agency going out there. Um, I would expect in one of these deals, if they do them, there's going to be a goaltender come back in return that, uh, you know, able to step in, you got some young kids that are, are capable of playing. You got Uka Pekulukunen that you, you know, you hope will continue to develop into the, the goalie that you're, you know, plan on to be in here in the future. But, you know, I, I don't think that the Sabres, if, if they're going out to look for too much, um, I don't think they'd be hugely, like, highly active on, on the free agent side because I think they'd be more looking at it, what they'll get in return, um, fitting into what they already have. Then there, there's no need to go, go spend a ton of – you might have to go fill a hole, you know, to maybe one top-end guy. And, you know, maybe some help on on your third and fourth line and and a goaltender, if if need be.
3: (laughs) Right. Right. I I agree.
2: But if you're going to build a team, there's there's the best power you can have is salary cap space that at any given time, if there's something comes available, you'd be able to jump on it. Then there's really no need to go out and be to the high end where we have been, that it's only going to hurt you down the road. And you've, you've got, still got some contracts that, you know, that you hope can either be moved, you know, you've got Skinner, you got a post, you these kind of guys that are high end money that, you know, right now, sometimes it comes back to haunt you a little bit that, uh, you know, you're, you're paying that much out. And I know they've, you know, Kyle's battled injuries and, and skinny has not put the numbers up that, you know, everybody expected. And you just hope that, you know, they can get back to that level. But if not, uh, you know, contracts that are long-term and big money hurt you because they're tough to move. Right. right. Well,
3: well, um, plus, Darlene's an RFA, RFA
1: next
2: year, too. Yeah, here's another guy you're going to have to pay. So, right. you know, you need that 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 flexibility to be able to to tie him up as well.
1: Speaking, Speaking of guy we got to pay, pay I, I, would I would love to see Jake McCabe, McCabe come
2: back. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, they exposed him. Who knows if he'd get picked. Um, but Jake is a very solid leader in that room, and he's done a nice job back there. Um, you know, at his age, coming back from his injury, it's going to be tough. Um, but he, he's the kind of guy, you know, exactly what you're going to get every night and he plays hard and he's a great leader. And yeah, if there's if there's room for him, then, you know, fantastic. But I don't think, you know, a, a guy in Jake McCabe's situation, you go out and pay him a ton of dough right. to 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 continue to play when, you know, you're looking at already on your back end that you got, you know, you got Will Borgan in that back there. You had Samuelson this year that came in and played a, they did a nice job for you when he had a chance. Bryson, you know, you got Darlene, you got uh, Yogi Haru. So you got a lot of guys back there.
3: Right. And,
2: you know, I think that the youth you have uh, on the back end moving forward is going to get better that, you know, maybe you don't need sometimes uh, to pay that that big high end back there right now.
3: Yeah. Now, oh, okay. Uh, we're we're going to let you go, go in a second. second. I, I just, just want to say before we end this, Rob,
1: like I, I said, said, this is an absolute honor. First, first ever guest
3: we had on here, so this is a big one for us.
2: Seriously? Me. Yeah, yeah, you're our first. Oh,
3: the, one last on, question. the one last question I have, and it's, it's a heavy, heavy hit, hit in one.
2: What's, What's your, your go-to go wing place in Buffalo? Elmo's. Okay. Elmo's on Miller Sport. My brother's probably been there for like 30 years.
3: I think I've been to like two places.
2: Now you gotta go to Elmo's. It's over by UB on Miller Sport Highway. It's not too far. We used to hang out there all the time as players, but they got the best, biggest wings going. By far. You hear of all the local, I'm not gonna say their names, the, the <laughs> local places that all the tourists go to and that. You gotta get away from those places. You gotta go to the mom and pop places and they put wings over the top. Mm-hmm. All right, right,
1: Rob, I'm going to let you go do whatever you had had to do for your wife. You don't want
2: to make make her mad, obviously. No, no, it's Sunday. It's her day. They (laughs) just got home yesterday from Florida, so she's got a list waiting for me here.
1: All right, (laughs) Rob, take (laughs) care. Thank you very much. Thank you so (laughs) much.
2: much. Yeah, next time, don't say so much there, buddy. Oh, I'll try. I'll try. All right. Don't don't add so much to this show that it kind of <laughs> takes away from everything else, all right? Well, we try, you try to keep, keep it down. Get right. that whiteboard going on the back side of the you look like Craig Revey there every day when we do the instigators. <laughs> He's got his whiteboard going there. This is what the line should be and we got to move this guy here. So that's good. This is good, good stuff Rob. You're the organizer guy.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. That's, we'll, that's we'll go with that. All right, sounds good. All well, right, thank Rob. So thanks. Much. We'll do this yeah. again. All right, guys. Take care, Good luck. Thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye.
0: I hope all of you enjoyed that interview with Rob Ray. Again, our first ever interview. And again, we apologize about our mic quality. Pat, I hope you feel comfortable with that. What? Our, our interview with Rob Ray. I thought it was
1: great. I thought I thought he was in,
0: tremendous. I, I noticed a couple times you had that Look on your upon your face of just going like <laughs> like a child. Yeah, yeah. you were a child. Mix I'm cum- like, well,
1: didn't you hear me when he got on? Like it, it's not on the audio, but like when he started talking, I go, holy shit. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I remember shit.
0: that. Cause, uh, and
1: your face beforehand was like. Well, well, you it- guys didn't hear it before that. He's like, how long is this going to take? I'm like, how
0: long do you want it to take? He's like, a couple minutes. <laughs> he goes. Well, he busted our balls. Um, but we have the uh, expansion draft on as we speak. Yeah. And we see Ronnie Francis with his almost George Costanza hairdo that he's trying to trying to preserve.
1: Where's Ron Francis?
0: That's oh, the, no, no, that's not
1: Ron Francis. That's
0: Kirk Fowler and Dominic
1: Moore. Yeah, that's Dominic Moore. Yeah. Comin- oh, Dominic Moore's got some bad, bad balding hair. in the back, huh? He's got, it's bad. it's For, bad. Former Buffalo Sabre legend. Former Boston Bruin. Ranger, everything. Yeah, he lived in a super. a hockey player, dude. Yeah. Did what you need him to do. Always. Now, let me ask you a question before this. What team are you most
0: intrigued about? Because, like I said, I've seen about five of the draft picks. I mean... There, there's a there's a few Toronto. Uh, it's always going to be interesting. They have so many young guns. Ah,
1: he held up a sign that says "Let's get cracking." Get oh it?
0: god, that is crazy shit. <laughs> um, Tampa. Tampa.
1: Tampa I'm me. very intrigued because, like I said, there's five six guys that I they could draft. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. But then there's teams. There's teams on the other hand, like, and this isn't a knock on them. Like the Rangers, I look at it. I'm like, I don't. Maybe a couple
0: guys you'd want to take, and you know what? A sneaky underdog, interesting team for me is the Islanders with Bailey, Sazikas, Eberly. I think, I think for me, that was the
1: Islanders being like, "Hey, here's our guys that have a lot of money. Why don't you take that?" Yeah, you and, know,
0: and and Casey Sazikas, <laughs> and well, also a stud. Um,
1: I think it's they're showing Giordano right now. I think it's almost a certainty that he's going.
0: Yeah. I mean, ooh, really oh, oh, you missed that. That was saucy. No, I mean
1: what I'm currently doing. Oh. This is my dip cup.
0: Oh no. Almost took a swig out of that, oh, bad boy. Oh no. Um and you know what? There's a lot of interesting a lot of interesting parts in this expansion draft. And they're showing PK Subban, and Vladimir Tarasenko. Landis Cog. Landis Cog. Well, like, like I
1: said prior to this, I think A lot of these teams put these big contracts up, like wanting Seattle to take the bait. Yeah. Not to say these guys stink, but it's like, hey, take this $8 million contract.
0: And you know what? Like, what a better time for this to happen than a flat cap year. Yeah. And you have a team who has unlimited cap right now, or at least 100% cap.
1: And I do think, I do think Ronnie Francis is good, man. I think you're going to see him, like,
0: really save cap space. I think that's what they're going to go for. I mean, if you look at our. Well, well, we basically our... know who's
1: going from Edmonton, because they already said Adam Larson's is going to sign.
0: Yeah, and then so. we already know who's going from Florida, Hey, Sean Stryker. Kemp and Gary Payton.
1: Yeah, Sean Kemp has no care or clue what the fuck is going on. No, he
0: does not. No. I, and you know what? Uh, can, can can we just take a moment here to mention how good this is for the city of Seattle? I mean, it, it's been it's been a long time coming to see another Pacific Northwest team. Yeah in the nhl vancouver's been great but like uh i it's it's time yep it's time to build a natural rivalry with vancouver like i'm sick of vancouver chicago because they see each other twice a year right it's time for that pacific northwest rivalry to become born
1: brink i was gonna say kevin kevin weeks isn't off to a hot start his uh mic on his face didn't work
0: greater than i remember Oh. He, he didn't
1: hit his just for men. I today. mean, he doesn't have much hair, so why? Who gives a shit?
0: Oh, yeah, but he seems like a kind of guy who wants to use just for men on his little bit of hair. Yeah.
1: you Remember when Carlos Boozer did it and it was just, like, black? <laughs> like, it was, like, somebody colored in his
0: head? <laughs> it's like somebody Crayola his head. Yeah, yeah. Like they, really melted like, like, they took a Sharpie and just went, okay. <laughs> uh, um, I still I mean, can't get over Dominic Moore's hairline.
1: I, uh... I don't know. There, you know what? Well, I, I am changing my pick for LA.
0: Who do you? Who have? I had Brandon
1: LA? Lemieux, but I did have Austin Wagner originally. I think I'm, they're going to take Wagner. I think Wagner's a stud.
0: I. I now that's I not a know.
1: knock. Again, there's. I think that's Ron Francis.
0: That is Ron Francis.
1: Really? He's number two all time in assists, huh? Yeah. Huh. He played a long time. Dude, guy looks like uh, fucking
0: Phil Esposito. Phil Esposito's rough looking now. (laughs) Wow, there's like a forty year difference. I know, but I'm saying like even for eighty five years old, Phil Esposito looks like he's ninety seven. That's
1: a cool polo. I I want to get a Kraken shirt. Uh,
0: You know what? I'm I want to have a hat from every team.
1: I don't want the S one. I want the other logo, the anchor looking one.
0: The anchor. That one's sick. Yeah, yeah. That that's a honestly best alternate logo for for a new team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But like their modern logo, I'm not a fan of the S. Yeah, the S. Mm -hmm. It looks collegiate. I've seen I think it looks
1: like ECHL shit.
0: Yeah. Minor leagues. It looks like a minor league logo. And I think within ten years you're gonna see the Kraken Rebrand.
1: Can I can I be blatantly honest with you? This is probably outside of a game the first time I've watched ESPN in years.
0: Yeah. Outside of any event like, like Outside of US, a game
1: or a draft. Yeah. Or like yeah, the
0: UFC. You know, outside of the UFC or outside like of Sports Like Sports Center, I don't watch Sports Center. Yeah, I don't watch Sports Center. We had some minor editing to do, Um, but first pick. First pick from the Boston Bruins, Jeremy Luzon, 24 years old, three seasons under his belt, solid defenseman. Yeah. And might I say, Pat? I I said Jeremy Luzon. You picked Jeremy Luzon in our 2.0 mock draft. I picked him in both. Hey, you picked him in both. Um, I picked Nick Ritchie for Boston. You just wanted me to get the contract off the fucking books. Nick Ritchie's not a bad hit, though. Yeah. He's oh, like, wait.
1: They just shit on the Sabres? It's pieces of shit. Who's the, I think it's going to be Will Borgen.
0: <sighs> Who is this guy? Supersonics guy. Oh, Lenny Wilkins.
1: Lenny Wilkins. I didn't know he coached the Supersonics. I thought he just coached the Hawks, to be honest with you. I think he coached a bunch of teams. Um, it's the Sabres. And I think, like I said, I think you go two things. I think you go Miller or you go Borgen. And like I said, if I was them, I'd go Borgen. It's a small cap hit, young kid. Not to knock on Colin Miller. I love Colin Miller. And I picked Colin Miller. I picked Colin Miller, too, just because I don't want them to take Will Borgen.
0: Yeah, and I picked Colin Miller because I think he's been through the expansion process before. He's a good player. He's a solid stay-at-home defenseman who can take the body.
1: Can I be honest with you? I don't want to hear Lenny Wilkins' backstory. I just want to see who the pick is.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of agree, but it's also kind of cool because, like, this is history for Seattle. Yeah. And that that's kind of the whole purpose of the expansion. Now, no. We'll talk about expansion.
1: Who, if there is a, there could be a team to move to. Who knows? Oh, hold up.
0: Motherfucker. And the Buffalo Sabres have lost Will Borgen to the Seattle Kraken. Damn. Pat.
1: Well, Razor said it in his interview, man, with all the young defensemen, like somebody's got to go. He said it. Bergen's a hell of a player. He's going to play in the league, man. Yeah, and I think you're going to see him. And really look at, look, just look how physical he is. Year. That's Matt Martin he took out. Yeah, and that's his new teammate, Jeremy Lazan. Yeah. Hell of a hockey player. And I get it, dude. Another one. 24 years old, 6'3". He's
0: he's American, too. Two Americans. No, um, Lazan's from Val d'Or. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what they just showed. What the hell's Val d'Or? It's in Quebec. Same thing. Yeah, just neighbors to the north. Um,
1: you know, I think I saw a twenty U twenty team or U eighteen oh. team. So I, I.
0: Oh, they're going to Detroit next. It looks like. Who would you take for Detroit? I took Shvesnikov. I took Bobby Ryan to to kind of inject some veteran presence <laughs> at a at a fr- at a team friendly. I mean, he played well. Yeah, and Bobby Ryan's had a cut, has a good, had a good season. Dennis Chalowski. Chalowski. All right. All right. Well, that that one's going off the board for us. Well, I tell you what. Right now, it looks like they're going young, yeah, and it looks like they're going very cap friendly.
1: Yep. I told you. I think oh, again, another one. Borgen played. I think it said 14 NHL games. This guy's played 16. Yeah. You know.
0: Kind of corny there to go the, the octopus. Given the There pick. you go. 23 years old. 23, three NHL seasons under his belt, from British Columbia, so he's a local boy, kind of. He must have been hurt this
1: year because they said he only played, like, 16 games.
0: Yeah, Um, or he uh, went up and down. So
1: far, they've heavy
0: defense, which... isn't bad. With Lazanne and Borgen at the at the helm of the backstops yep. right now, they're they're looking pretty good. And like we said, Calgary it's almost certain to take Giordano. Yep. Now let me ask you a question. Do you think they name a captain this year? I think they're going to it depends who they take. I think it will be if, if they don't name a previous captain, I think it'll be Giordano. Yep. As a veteran veteran leadership.
1: Gross! Um, wow, this sorry. Is I a, just saw Maple Leafs fan. Yeah, there's a wow. Maple
0: Leafs, a Flyers, a Blackhawks, a, a Vegas fan. They're not even in the draft. The first so. ever Blue Jackets jersey.
1: That's pretty sick.
0: I mean, that is. Well, which like I always thought the Bumblebee logo was kind of corny. Come on, dude. Seriously, three picks
1: are taking a fucking commercial already.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of corny. But we have some time to fill. Let's let's go over the first three picks here with uh, Dennis Cholowski. Um, will Borgen, Will and Jeremy Lazan
1: I don't know much about Chalosky. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. No, Obviously, no. I'm a Sabres fan. I know a lot about Will Borgen. Hell of a player. Yeah. Big physical presence. Not your offensive guy. Obviously, he's a defensive defenseman.
0: Yeah. And I, I think honestly, we can. And I with, told the, you, first, I, with the first two picks, I'll, I will we'll excuse Chalosky right now because I'm looking up his stats as we speak. I think our first two picks—they're going to hammer home a very stay-at-home defensive play style. Yeah, you know Jeremy Lazan, he can move the puck, but after once you get into the neutral neutral zone, he's very much hands off. He holds the blue line. He he does what he has to do. And I'm assuming the same for Will Borgen.
1: Yeah, I yeah love Will Borgen, dude. I'm going to miss him. So I, like literally, it's going to sound weird, but out of all the young defensemen, for some reason, him I was like, dude, he's good. Yeah. But I do like. Talking about the Sabers, I do like Jacob Bryson a lot. He's yeah. a good offensive defenseman. I like Matthias Sam- Matthias Samuelsson a lot.
0: Another, he's kind of like Borgin, big guy. Like, yeah.
1: You look at this kid, Matthias Samuelson, You're like, wow, he's got to be like thirty.
0: And and I'm looking at the uh, Sabers pick. Oh, the wow, the the Bruins pick LaZan, and I'm sitting there. That's the best of a bad situation right now. <laughs> Cause that's yeah, that's a that's a million off the cap and one point five, I think. Right. And that 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 brings in enough to maybe ha- alleviate some pain of Tuca, alleviate some pain of Krejci and Hall, and also that gives another young guy from Providence a chance. You know, depending on who they bring up. Um,
1: and now I kind of think. Sorry to cut you off. I haven't I haven't done that a lot lately, um, but I like I, I do think we we're gonna see a pattern now, because look at. No big contracts. I mean, yes, it's only three picks, but I, I thought I, I did kind of think this was the way Ron Francis was going to go.
0: And Ron Francis isn't a dummy. No. So I think Ron Francis has the wherewithal to know that we have a flat cap scenario going on right now. I really can't go cap heavy because then that's just helping out my co- op- opposition. Right. So. In reality, when you think about it, he's doing this to hurt the other well, team think, in it, their pockets. It has
1: already came out. They signed <clears throat> another guy we know they're getting, Chris Dreger. Right? His name's Chris? Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris Dreger. I think it's a three-year 3.4 million?
0: Yeah. A very, very team-friendly deal for a goalie who just came off of a career year.
1: Right. And they're signing another team, uh, Edmonton, Adam Larson. He's getting about four-something, which for me, that's a little too much.
0: That To me, I, what Adam Larson's done in his career, I don't agree with the, what was it, 3x4 four or 4x4? Four four?
1: It's foreign change, that's all I know.
0: Yeah, and well, how many years, though? Four years?
1: I don't know. I, and there was another kid they signed to, I think, from Dallas?
0: Yeah, I don't know, I didn't see that one. Again, I'm avoiding, I've avoided media I, outlets today. Um, uh, the the Larson one sneaked in, the Dreger one came out days ago. Would, which I would say that one was yeah. one of the more on-the-nose ones was that they were going to take Drieger. And well, that's the thing with Drieger. Oh, I don't. And they're, they're going Florida next. For Florida, I took... I think we both unanimously took Drieger. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Which, I like it. And it's I, a good pick. And It's a good pick. It's not a big name to start off your franchise with with goaltenders, which we saw last with Marc-Andre Fleury. Which paid dividends And it still is Yep Yep Chris Giger um, uh, More obvious Off a career year Definitely guaranteed that contract
1: And plus guess what He ain't making $10 million a year
0: Yeah And uh, it's It really I think he And he's already wearing the sweater it, it's, it's Dude, an, that
1: jersey's sick.
0: The color, the color wave, yeah. sick. I don't. Again, I don't like the main logo. I think it's very AHL-ish. It's
1: kind of like, like create a team on NHL. It
0: looks identical to you him. Know? I, I, I think that's how they designed it. Was they just pulled it off the, the uh, NHL Twenty One Create a Team?
1: Um, but good for him though, man. He came off like again, like not to beat at dead oars, but he came off a career year, and uh, now he's getting paid for it.
0: very much over. Overcame his expectations Plus,
1: don't forget Washington, no state tax Yeah Biz reminded me of that Biz, Yeah,
0: if you want to know
1: And uh, again, still relatively young, man
0: 27, Only big boy
1: 38 career games, huh? Yeah Huh
0: Which they were all last year
1: Good for him, man
0: It's it's going to be a changing of the guard and goaltending big name soon I think you're going to see Dredger I think you're going to say Najelkovic and Spencer Knight all becoming the big name goaltenders soon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I <clears throat> staying on Florida. They got a situation with Bobrovsky, man.
0: Like Hey, they got a situation with Bobrovsky, but I, I, I. Is gotta, the
1: GM still there who signed him? No. Terrible
0: move. I think that's why they fired him.
1: Damn, like.
0: Which I'll admit, those jerseys are sick. The, the numbers are sick. I wish they did a red Montreal. Outline. Cale Fleury from Montreal. Another who you, defenseman. Who did you have from Montreal?
1: I had them taking DeNo
0: Same here. I had them taking Philip deno another one off, again, the, off our board.
1: But, again, you got to think, like you said, he's a UFA. Ha, and word is he wants a lot of freaking money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what, what the highlights we're seeing here from Cal Fleury here is he, he's good in the D zone. He's he's another young one, 22 years old. So, and,
1: far, so far they've picked uh, four D men and a goalie.
0: Four D-men and a goalie. All so, of them un- all this. All the skaters are under the age of twenty-five. Yep, they're going really young. So Far the
1: oldest guy they took was Dreger, twenty-seven. Yeah, now they're going to pick Giordano. who's like thirty-eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally, I, I'm in. I'm impressed so far. Well, I'm
1: telling you, I think Ron Francis is going to put together a good cat-friendly team.
0: Yes, and they, Ottawa. Ottawa's next, huh? I because I think that's just another one that they already did. Yeah. Who did I have for Ottawa? Uh, For Ottawa... I had Chris Tierney. And for Ottawa, I had Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry? Yeah. Or, wait, no.
1: Nope, Tyson Berry played for Edmonton.
0: Yeah. Didn't we just say we're doing Edmonton? Ottawa. Oh, Ottawa, I'm sorry.
1: My God.
0: Oh, man. I'm in a mental pretzel right now. It's all right. So let me find Ottawa on my list here. Chris Tierney. Sounds familiar. Who? Is that Macklemore? Who? Macklemore. No, it's not. Is it? I think so. He looks corny as shit. Has a weird mustache like me. Is
1: that what he looks like?
0: (laughs) Yep, that's fucking Macklemore. I
1: genuinely... He looks like he's going to play... Or eighteen holes.
0: Why would they have him do Ottawa? Why not like a big name team?
1: I'm gonna be blatantly because I think he's from Washington.
0: He is from Washington, but why not have him? Oh, who cares? Name a bigger name team. Why Ottawa? Blatantly honest, you never knew
1: what he looked like.
0: I I hope he does thrift shop. (laughs) Right now,
1: I don't. I just want to see (laughs) picks. Oh, another goalie, Joey Decor. Wow. Pretty young, too. Yeah. They're going
0: real young. Wow.
1: Here. Well, you know what's funny? Buffalo, I heard rumors about Buffalo trying to
0: trade for this kid.
1: Arizona State, yeah. Hell of wow. a hockey player.
0: Uh, yeah, he's, he's uh 24 years old. Everyone on this team is younger than me. I feel old. Um, but from Boston... So honestly, I think that's another solid pick for a number yep. two or a number three. Are they going Tampa next? Well, let's 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 do this one real fast. Angry. I had Andre Pilat and you had. I
1: changed it to Yanni Gord.
0: You changed it to Yanni Gord. This is a Macklemore pick. Bang! Wow, on the dude, nose can't, again. Can't You're miss, doing man. real
1: good here. Can't mess, dude. Yanni Gord, great
0: pick. And honestly. Two time Stanley Cup champion, Yanni Gord. Yeah, he brings that, you know he brings that, that
1: championship brings that juice, men- man.
0: mentality. Brings that to uh to, to a brand new franchise. Twenty nine years old, the oh, first player. Oldest player, on oldest, the team. oldest player on in franchise history, Yanni Gord. <laughs> um uh, another, speaking of random, I don't know who Fred Warner is
1: from the forty nine ers but he got a five year ninety four million dollar contract.
0: It, it Shows probably, how much
1: I pay attention to the NFL.
0: Yeah, that just happened though. Um, he yeah. he's a defensive player, so I, I think I guess all it takes to get a deal in San Fran is to not commit assault.
1: I gotta get rid of some of these. What's it called, man? These sports apps. I'm really sick of seeing that the Kraken drafted Will Morgan seven <laughs> times. Like,
0: yeah, you're getting it from the Athletic, ESPN. Yeah. Chill um, out, guys. <laughs> Deadspin probably.
1: Oh, I don't subscribe to Deadspin. Good. Um. So did, again, so far,
0: good team, man. Yeah, I think they're a solid, solidly built team right now. Yep. You know, definitely worth they it They picked one offensive player, one forward. That's it. Yeah, and they have no puck moving defensemen. But I think you'll it, see a run here. I I don't think I think you'll see a playoff berth. I think you'll see no. Them. No, I
1: mean I think you'll see a run on forwards now. Oh,
0: uh, here comes what's it called?
1: Oh, is this the one they did with Toronto? that this got
0: can Yeah. All right. They're talking about fish. Did you say Kevin Weeks can't afford the Kraken? I think he said Kevin Weeks can't afford the Kraken. SBS. I was wondering who did this when I saw that grainy video. It's a good pick, man. Jared McCann from Toronto. Honestly, you could have took him or, or uh, Kerfa, and it would have been a good pick. Yeah.
1: Because he, he had a good year last year. If they show us stats, he had a good year.
0: And I had Zach Hyman. Um, I don't think, honestly, any of our picks that are off, I don't think they're wrong. They're just not with what Ron Ronnie Francis wants to build.
1: Well, I also think the thing about taking Hyman is I think they're looking to trade him, too.
0: They already had the Photoshop of him in a Leafs jersey. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. 25 years old, from Stanford, Ontario, Jared McCann. Uh, coming off just decent years. and
1: 14 goals with Pittsburgh, each of the past two seasons, it said.
0: Yeah, decent years. None- Going to be
1: a good not top 6 four. No, top eight, 9. Uh, top
0: 9. Top 3 line. Yeah, I th- I I could see him as a as a third liner.
1: Uh, and you got to realize too, who knows, Ronnie Francis pills a good team. There's some free agents out there for him to dive after. Absolutely. And who knows? We don't we don't know if these goalies he's picking, they're like, yeah, these are going to be our guys. They could go grab a goal. Ah, the goalie market's pretty shallow this year.
0: Yeah, I think Dredger's really the going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And they could Oh, yeah, we well, signed a-
1: him to a three-year deal for three-something, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think there could be a 1A, 1B situation if they go Holtby. Yep. You know, to start the year and see see how it goes from there. What are they doing now? They're putting gloves on. If the glove doesn't fit, you must quit. That's what I heard. It, you know? This is the
1: goddamn fish again. Are we done? Come on.
0: I'm this, sick this, of the this, fish. Did you
1: see this girl? She's like, can we not do this? She's
0: like, it smells so bad. She's like, here. couldn't we have done sushi? This has been killed three days ago with a note put inside of it. Who? Oh, I love JT Brown. I do like me some JT Brown. Yep,
1: Good looking dude.
0: I know. He's going to throw the fish.
1: This should look great.
0: Oh, Who my you- God. I hope it hits a fan.
1: Okay. Oh, nice. He just
0: turns around with a hard spin and slaps the guy behind him. He's young, isn't he? JT Brown. He's really young.
1: Is he? He's like
0: 33.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're putting it back on.
1: They're putting it back in the, in the lake.
0: Oh my God. No, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. Well, more commercial break. So we've seen now the pics of Yanni Gord, Jared McCann, um, and, Decord. and Decord just to break those down I think you're going to be looking at Yanni Gord as a number 2 lineman. Oh yeah. Um and Jared McCann is the third line guy.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I don't and who who knows? I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Depends on the other goalie they take. Decord Decord's still a young kid, man. You he still have to find his game in the A.
0: And I I think you're going to see uh Decord Do they find They have
1: an AHL team this year? Yes,
0: they're putting one in Palm Springs, Florida. That's right. And uh, which to me, like we've seen the exit of Utica for Vancouver. Right. Which makes absolute sense to me.
1: Kind of the same deal.
0: Why are they putting, and they don't have the border issue at least, Mm -hmm. but they do have now a cross country flight from South Florida to the Pacific Northwest, as far Pacific Northwest as you could get in the NHL in the United States.
1: You see me with a corny smile on my face. Sorry, I was just thinking. I'm like, that ain't a bad deal, man. Playing the A in Palm Springs.
0: No, and that's good on them for realizing that, like, hey, if these guys are gonna be making, you know, peanuts compared to NHLers, why not put them up in a good spot? Right, right. That's
1: like the team. Uh, where's uh And you got Arizona, sh- Tucson, Vegas, and uh, Vegas. Henderson. And, thanks. I couldn't. I couldn't they're, think of where the right Vegas They're right in was. Vegas. You right. know. Well, they're imagine Henderson. the team. Imagine the teams that used to play in the E. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, ECHL. There was a team in Vegas. Yeah, the like, Vegas. That's wranglers.
0: crazy. Crazy. In the Las Vegas Thunder. You know, you had. And those were,
1: dudes, I forgot who was on Chicklet's once. Those guys were treated like rock stars. Yeah. Absolute rock stars, making five thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, not I'm, I'm way less than that. Like twenty five hundred a month. Right. You know, they were making like a, they they're making a wage that like if you worked full time in the factory with no overtime. Right. And. They were, but they were doing what they love, and I, I would give up my, any opportunity I have at my current job to go play in the E, you know? Right. Um, But Yanni Gord, I think with his championship knowledge now, I don't think any other player they get, they slap a – besides Giordano being the other obvious, I think Yanni <laughs> Gord gets a letter. Yeah, and the thing is –
1: I, honestly, you, you talk about Giordano, hell of a player. I, honest, obviously. Yeah, but I
0: think he's got one year left. He's got one year left at a five, or it's I think it's a six something cap. I, I want to say it's six two five, or maybe five seven five. It's in that ballpark. How much longer
1: is Giordano going to play?
0: He's what thirty six now.
1: Thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight, something like that. Yeah,
0: he's in his late thirties. I think he gives it depending on how big of a run they go this year. One, maybe two more kicks at the can before he has to hang up the blades. Let's and that, and, that's,
1: and that's, what I was, that's what I was getting at. Like, why not put it on Yanni Gord? Let's see. He's 37. Yeah, so I would say... I love how I'm talking about him like he's so freaking old. Like, he's four years younger than me. Or three wow. years older than <laughs> me, sorry.
0: I would say you give it to Giordano because he knows he knows what it's like to be a captain, understanding that you're going he's going to have to pass the helm at some point soon, and he could educate who's going to be the next captain on how to be the captain.
1: But that's what I'm saying, though. How long has he got? Like, why put a C on him for a year?
0: I think it'll be more than a year, but I don't but think I also, it'll be more than three.
1: But I also think it could be. Maybe they don't name a captain.
0: Yeah, they could. Do Vegas the didn't have one
1: their first year, right? Vegas didn't have one until this year, and that's their this is their fourth year. Buffalo went like eight years without one. Yeah, and now he's going to be gone soon too. <laughs> I'm waiting for Seattle to make a trade for him
0: tonight. Well, like I said, trades are blocked until tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? what it's good, the West it's West good West? on them to put the youth hockey team there, though. Yeah, you know. So yep. I'm 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 happy that they're they're showing some. Some uh, local local ties to youth hockey. Yep, you know it's a good start. Um,
1: oh, sorry, I didn't say. I, they said she's with the Kraken. I didn't. I, they didn't say what she did until
0: now. Yeah. Um. Who? What team is this? They have an, I don't know. I'm assuming since it's the Washington Wild, they're going to do Minnesota. Um. Um. I do have something to talk about
1: during the next commercial break, and I think you you know what it is. We didn't talk about it yet, but we will talk about it. Okay. Something we have to talk about. Okay. I couldn't hear it. Morgan, Morgan something. Morgan Geeky from the Carolina,
0: Carolina Hurricanes.
1: Hurricanes. I had, don't I, remember. I had Peter Morazic. I can tell you who I didn't have. <laughs> Morgan <laughs> Geeky. I
0: can tell you I didn't have Morgan Geeky even.
1: Uh, I had them taking Cedric Puckett, Which would have been another good pick. Well, and that's why going back to Tampa, there's... Five, six guys you could. Another kid, 23 23 years old. old. 38 NHL games, won an AHL Calder Cup. Wow. He's got winning experience. Yeah. I mean. Big kid, big kid. 6'3. Damn.
0: I wonder who they're going to do next. Columbus Columbus. Blue Jackets. I had Max Domi. I had Seth Jones. You had Seth Jones? No, I I had Max Domi. Okay. Should be interesting. I think this one could be an interesting. Team. I don't think
1: they're gonna go Domi for some reason. Gavin Beirut. Okay. Another defenseman, older. Twenty-seven. <laughs> older, twenty-seven. <Yeah. laughs> he's six. Looks like looks like he's a depth guy. Yeah, twenty-eight games in the in the NHL, two twelve in the A. Uh, you know what? Oh, is cousins
0: Ben Lovejoy. Devils, another interesting team. I had Will Butcher. The New Jersey... I had P.K. Subban, which I think is going to be a big pick.
1: I've, But like I said, seeing what he's done so far, Subban's a huge cap hit.
0: You know what? I want to say it's 6-5. I think it's more than that. And they just did the Blue Jackets.
1: So I've gotten two right. Three, um, I guess, if we say Dreger.
0: Yeah. I, I honestly think... Uh, just for jersey sales alone I think you have to really go PK Like he, he's a big name Who gives back to the area He's been left available And I You know what They're gonna have to take A big cap hit eventually Yep Let's see Nathan Bestain Nathan Bastion or Nathan Bastion Huh I don't know For me it was tough to. For me it's tough To pass on Butcher I think it was tough to pass on Butcher. I think PK Subban to me was like an on-the-nose pick, but like Butcher's would have been a good choice. And Nathan Bastion's a a good forward. He he had a I wouldn't call it a breakout season last year, but he was on a bad team. Yeah. You know, he had 14, uh, 13 points in 48 uh, career NHL games, which I believe were all last year, or for the most part.
1: Well, like I said, you could tell what they're doing. They're building for the future.
0: Yeah, and I think that...
1: Well, now here's another interesting team, the Islanders.
0: I I went um, Bailey. I went Josh Bailey.
1: I think I did too, but I I, I think there's two guys you look at here. I, I don't think, think they're going to take Sezikas. I think you look at Eberle. I think that, that's the other guy I was thinking, Bailey or Eberle. I did pick Casey Ezekis. Just I'm I love I don't know why I saw the kid's game in the playoffs. He's a hell of a player. He's
0: a hell of a player, and I think he he adds something to every locker room that he could be in. Yeah, you know he he's one of those give. He puts his body on the line every play. Yep, and he, that's an invaluable resource. Oh, Sue Bird plays for the Seattle.
1: I don't know. I don't
0: know the WNBA team. I'm sorry, Um, but she plays WNBA and she plays for Team USA right
1: now. Yeah,
0: she's first and foremost an American Olympian who's going to bring us home the gold. Good person. I don't think the. uh,
1: There it is, Jordan Jordan Everly. Everly. There's a splash. (laughs)
0: There's a splash. I think that's a big one. Do you think he comes out in the jersey? There you go. Oh, he's coming out in the away. I think the away looks better. Yes, so do I? I. They have the outlines on the numbers. Well, let's be real. Like we said, I think, I think this is exactly
1: what the Islanders wanted. Because, like I said before the podcast, I think they're going to try to make a run at Landeskog.
0: And I agree. And I think Josh. Because uh, look at look at the look at the trade they made to uh, Phoenix. Who they trade? Lad Andrew Ladd uh, for nothing. does they, g- they gave up draft picks, and they got back cap considerations. Yes, yeah, they got back cap space. You know, like. Has anyone told uh, Jordan Eberle that they have orthodontists? Nah, they don't give a shit. They do it after their career. Look okay. at Sean Avery. Oh,
1: true. He's Sean a- Avery looks like uh, the guy from Family Guy.
3: There,
1: <laughs> I can't think of his name. The I rich guy.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I think Jordan huh. Eberle is a great pick. He he's he he's gonna bring good first two line presence. Yeah. to that team. He he'll. I think he'd make a great matchup with uh, um, Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord. Yep. I think he'd make a great pairing with Yanni Gord.
1: What is Gord? Is he he's a winger, right? Yeah,
0: he's a winger, and I think Eberle's a winger also.
1: Yeah, you get a center to fill that line. Yeah, you got a solid first line for an expansion team.
0: Solid first line.
1: No. Oh. oh. I think you got to go Blackwell here. I
0: think you do have to go Blackwell here.
1: Another team, like I said, I looked at the team. I'm like, eh, who do you really want? I don't know who this is I don't
0: know who this is But he looks like he's from Seattle Brad Evans
1: you got He looks me. like he could be an athlete or a country singer That's I, the, you know, Is he
0: an actor? I think he He looks he familiar uh, Seattle Sounders midfielder Well I was couldn't have been more wrong with we anything were, yeah, I said You were very wrong I'm, I'm I was so- going to say he
1: looked like a soccer player next.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is skinny. Yep. He has that little pouch in the middle I could see. You know goddamn well he takes his shirt off, he's got a six-pack. Oh, that's where the pouch With is. With the Tell V. Muscle. Oh, definitely the V. Yeah,
1: Those bastards. Uh,
0: those soccer players are just unreal.
1: I th- that's the one thing I can say about the Kraken jersey. they're clean. Those are clean looking I think jerseys. The,
0: I think that shirt's pretty clean. I don't think they're clean, but they're, they're not distracting, but I still don't like the logo. I don't
1: hate it. I don't I, hate
0: I, it. I, There's, dude. New York Rangers, the practice,
1: so yep, Blackwell, Non-black great pick.
0: Yep. I think that's my second one, right?
1: <laughs> that's another one I picked. Wait, did I?
0: Yeah, you picked Blackwell.
1: Well, that was after I actually picked Howden at first, but he got traded.
0: Yeah. But we're doing our 2.0s here.
1: Yeah. And he's a hell of a, exactly. Great story, man. Not to say he was bad in New York, not to say he hated New York, he loved it, but, like, fresh start, people can see how good he really is, man.
0: 28 years old. A lot smaller than I thought. Scored a career-high 12 goals and 10 assists last season. He had a career And year. he was a bottom six guy. And I think he'll glue up that bottom six. Yep. You know? Good pick. I, to me, like I said, the only pick. Yeah. You know? That, to me, I agree. I agree that was the only pick. Wow, they're going Vancouver last. You know who I think it's going to be now? Brain Holpey. I think it's going to be Holpey doesn't have to have it doesn't have a far move no and like I said I don't another
1: team there's really nobody I saw on that list where I'm like eh. but again you got to realize like we, we talked about it before prior to this a lot of these guys aren't playing the NHL you
0: know what I mean they yeah. still have AHL right yeah they they're, they're getting a lot of AHL guys here and I'm, I'm just curious now with some of these later picks who they're like Jiro, saving Giordano for the bottom, I right, think, is obvious. We're
1: taking a break, and we got we to gotta talk about yeah, this.
0: Yeah, talk about it.
1: Luke Prokop.
0: Yes, Luke Prokop. I'm insanely proud of him. Tremendous. It's good for the game. It's good for... I think out of all leagues, we're ready for it. Yes. Hockey is by far the most... was, <laughs> Is and was the most ready for it. And you know what was awesome just to see... Every
1: third, every friggin' team come out and be like, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Good for you, man. Which the NFL seriously lacked on. <clears throat> oh, no, not that bad. Not that bad, but like. But I think the thing
1: is, it's, I think my brother said it best. In a way, it sucks at the same time. Because, and like, yes, this is a very big deal, and I love the kid for it. It's tremendous. But it shouldn't have to be a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Yes and no. But, like, you understand what I'm saying. Yes. You know? Like, and it's... I don't don't know. It's got to be literally one of the best feelings in the world.
0: To me, it's 2021. It shouldn't be a big deal this year. But we've come... I, I feel like as a society with a lot of things, we've taken two steps forward and three steps back. Yep. And... The the topic of homosexuality is one of those things where we've taken three steps back.
1: Well, you know, I see I see uh I see TikTok videos talking about Carl Nassib, like <laughs> dude, you're just making a TikTok video to get what clout like good for you, man.
0: And that's why. I think the availability of the internet and people's sense of humor being so broad I get uh in one in one hand I want to say it's just a joke, but in the other hand, jokes can hurt too.
1: But here's the thing, like, let's be honest, we're guys.
0: Yeah. We're, we're guys, we're we make jokes about
1: You kissed everything. me on the lips earlier. Cheek. Everything, you know what I mean? Everything. But, like, just to make a joke because the guy's gay, just to get a couple people to laugh? Nah, that's stupid.
0: Yeah. To me, it's ridiculous. I think, and I, I, I don't want to... State something obviously The kid hasn't made a splash in the NHL yet, right? I don't want this to be a Michael Sam scenario where, no, he he he's. Well, I don't think he was like a
1: seventh round pick. He, he was, was like a, a third round pick. Yeah. So you know what I mean? And he's still nineteen.
0: Yeah. Who's he play for? Calgary. He plays, he plays for, for the Calgary. He plays for the Calgary Hitmen. Right.
1: Still. Like I said, dude, it, it, it's gotta feel incredible, especially the outpouring. I'm sure you had a couple scuzz buckets say some stuff. Yeah, but
0: at this point, dude, like weigh the good with the bad, man. Like I think it's great for the game. Um, It's great for society as a whole to start seeing athletes of all from from officially two countries and two two of the four major sports be active and come out. Yeah, you know. It's not, you know, and I know there was a, a New York Nick who came out years after he retired. Yeah, there's
1: a few guys, few basketball you know, players that did it.
0: I don't know of any MLB players, but I'm sure there might be a couple. I'm sure there's some. Um, but I'm I'm proud of him as yeah. a person. As a person, uh, I would uh, if I ever had the opportunity to shake his hand, I would. That yeah. I,
1: honestly, like well, like I said, it's got to be like. I, I mean, I'm sure people knew, but like you're hiding it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so then you're fine. Like, now you're you, man. Yeah,
0: now you're, you're you. Just
1: be you, play the game you love, and enjoy every friggin' second. Yeah.
0: Of it. I'd love to see him get his name on the cup. Yeah. You know, just like any young player. Yep. I think he, he's, he's going to work hard at it, and I think it's not going to take away from the the fact that he's going to be a stellar hockey player. Yeah. And I think that's what he wants. I think he wants to be known as a hockey player first. Right, he doesn't want to be known as a gay guy who plays hockey. Yeah, he wants to be known as a hockey player who happens to be He gay. wants to be known as a human being who plays hockey,
1: but is also gay.
0: Yeah. That's it. And love is love, man. Yep. it's all that matters. Man, Kevin Weeks travels fast.
1: I know, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he was just on stage.
0: He was just, in, then
1: he went to like a market. Now he ran off the space needle? <laughs> I wish they showed him at the space needle. He's like,
0: <laughs> he's like oh my God. <laughs> I'm not in playing shape anymore. It's been 10 years. He's like, ESPN's taking care of the (laughs) Zubert. A Seattle Kraken super fan. Can you name their captain? (laughs) 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 Who scored their first goal? Okay, that was corny. Yeah, that was. Um, I have Hag. Oh, I didn't see what... (laughs) Carson towarski another. It looks like a depth guy. Yeah, twenty-three year old, probably in the. Yeah, it looks like he hasn't played uh very many games. No, nope. he uh, has at least one career goal scored in uh, in Czechoslovakia one. against Vancouver. I tell you what, twenty-three.
1: That's a tough hairline look for twenty-three. <laughs> it is that's not great. That's better. That mine's better.
0: I know. He. It's bad to be twenty-three and getting compared to LeBron for hairline. <laughs> Pittsburgh next. I have Casey Desmith. Yeah, me too. Which I think would be a good number two option in goal. I don't think he could handle the workload as we've seen.
1: Love her. I think she's going to be on ESPN as analyst Granato.
0: Yeah, she is. Any relation to your coach? Don. Yeah. I, I'm assuming. That's
1: what's her. That's uh, Tony's sister, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure because I think they played in the Olympics at the same time. No, oh, she's a oh, scout. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: First female pro scout. Good for her. I don't know if it mentioned in the NHL or in sports in general. I don't know. Ah, no, I don't know. I know. I know. Society's moved pretty slow on female coaches in the major sports, but <laughs> even though it's only a matter of time before Hillary Knight gets signed to, to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Thank
1: Hillary Knight. She's an analyst on ESPN.
0: Is she really? Yes. You know she's going to the, like. You know she's going to like Pittsburgh to win a cup. Stud, absolute. Love Hillary. Clinton. She's better than most of the bottom six forwards in the league. I bet you she'll beat the shit out of most of them too. She beat the shit out
1: of me. Does I mean that's not saying much, but um,
0: I would love to be a scout, dude. Good Brandon, pick. That was he was in my first draft. Yeah. Fuck. Oh,
1: he's there too, huh? He's a bigger ano- name Another good veteran guy. Yeah.
0: Only, what, two goalies picked so far? Yeah. Can I make a statement? I think you're only going to see one more goalie pick. Well, yeah, they can only pick uh, 14 forwards, 9 D, and uh, three goalies. That's all they're allowed to pick. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they're allowed.
1: You're like, so that makes a lot of sense. So far, Bleacher Report has sent thirty-eight updates about the Kraken jersey. Like they're like the Kraken jersey looks clean. The Kraken jersey looks fire. I'm like, do you guys even know who got picked?
0: Bleacher Report is one of the another most dude. useless sources. I've I, I agree with Ron Francis. He'll be
1: one of the fan favorites because he just he another dude. He will eat a bag of dog shit to win.
0: Yeah, he will. He'll eat a bag of dog shit. He'll he'll Who's eat his, a puck to his, the his face. What's his brother's name, Chris? Yeah.
1: Where's he? Chris Tanev. He in Vancouver. Whoa,
0: that is a wild
1: picture. of Brandon oh, Tanev. No, he looks like a serial killer. That looks like a mugshot.
0: <laughs> it looks
1: like you went on a bender.
0: He, I think he did. You gotta think. You get signed to a big NHL ticket. What's the first thing you're gonna do? <laughs>
1: He's like Chris. How do you feel? He's like I oh, don't know, man. I like, guess that's what he looks like in that picture. I love how all these guys getting interviewed just feel so awkward and uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, because they're not, they're not all interview guys. Is there any way they can make the logo bigger on that jersey? I don't think so. Good Lord. That's a cool sh- hoodie. Which one? The one in front right here, the blue
0: one. Oh, the blue one's nice. Not the camo one. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the the digitized one doesn't yeah. look good.
1: Nobody will ever see
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just see a cracking logo and be like, what is that? Alex Ovechkin. Vitek oh, There it is. At, There's yep. the other goalie. Your goalie.
1: So I guess, hope he's not going.
0: Yeah. Huh. I don't like the pick. <sighs> I don't know. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I think there were some better choices in...
1: I actually had two picks for them. I, I want him, or I thought Connor Sheary would have been a good pick.
0: I think Zidane Ocharo would have been a good pick. Um, 25 years old, really young... Really, realistically, just played his first season. 21 wins, man. Yeah. No, he's no joke. Who's the other kid there? Um, Ilya Samsonov. He's a stud. He's also, I'm hearing, out because he has problems with uh, not, like, personal issues, but, like, he has the same problems with uh, Kuznetsov. He hangs out with him a lot. That's not a good problem, And, I, and I'm, I'm not saying this is a rumor, but they've been caught several times hanging out yeah. in their hotel rooms with breaking COVID protocol. And that cost, that cost the team with suspensions.
1: Yeah, that Buffalo, Buffalo beat them in a shootout during
0: that time. Yeah. yeah. And I think Vanacek was in net for it. I think so, too. You know what? You just, signed, you just drafted a goalie who lost to the Sabres. That was a
1: good story though, that game. That was the one where Allmark came back after his father passed it away. It was. It
0: was a good story. I'm not gonna doubt that, but I am gonna say sit here and say that maybe Ilya Sansonov is not the answer for Washington's problems in that. I'm not saying Braden Holtby should have stayed or they should have done everything they can to resign Holtby. We're seeing his his fate decline. Unfold, yeah. his, his fate unfold, but we're, well it's like we talk about Holtby before, like he was declining well before. Yeah, he, he won the cup years after he should have. Yeah, but what I am saying is, we're seeing one year of issues with Ilya Samsonov. Maybe sell while he's still a little high. Don't forget, by the way, he didn't start the playoffs that year. Yeah, Holpi Grubauer. Did. Yeah, Grubauer did. <coughs> oh, they have a flex tape commercial. I love it. Love me some flex tape. Flex tape. It, it, that tree went right through the roof
1: you imagine somebody coming to fix your house and they just brought a roll of flex tape you're like damn it you know what I, <laughs> i'd pay him extra
0: i'd buy his roll of i'd rebuy him a roll of flex tape. that
1: dude literally just redid his wood siding and used flex tape to keep it up <laughs> can you imagine hiring someone <laughs> and they're like putting up your wood siding and they just put down flex the, tape you're the like the best okay.
0: cgi i've ever seen in a commercial the most easily fake storm and, and, and you got the guy from Flex Tape standing in the middle. That I was love it. Sold absolutely at Menards. incredible. Sold at Menards. Have you ever been to a Menards? No. It's the most foul store I've ever been in. I
1: don't even know where a Menards is.
0: They're they're like a southern and like Midwest store. Dude, can we talk about the, the I just want to, they're shown on the bottom. Chris Paul.
1: I saw somebody say like, I feel bad for Chris Paul. Why? Why? He played, like, garbage in the biggest games of his career this year.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think you can sit here and easily say Chris Paul is, uh, I wouldn't say at fault, but definitely a, a dagger. He played horrible. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say at fault. Like, he's not the only player on that team, but, like, he would definitely put the dagger in for them when, in some key moments. Oh, yeah. Dude, he constantly turned the ball over. Constant turnover. Oh, Really?
1: NHL is going to be on Hulu too, huh?
0: Yeah, ESPN because uh, Hulu right, 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 is right. owned by Disney. Yeah, which I don't get why they made Disney Plus and then have Hulu, but then again, that's just two payments they're getting from me now.
1: Yeah, I don't get why they do a lot of things. Yeah, but. they're
0: just they're, they're just like, hey, we could pull all of our movie Disney movies on Hulu, and then they're just gonna then they look uh, they're like, but we could take an extra twelve ninety nine from Ed Stefaniak. and then they are just <laughs> like, damn, I really want to watch Mighty Ducks Game Changers.
1: Dude, this is, is going to be like a Chicklets episode today. We're going to go for a while. I know. We're already in an hour
0: and a half. I'm loving it. I'm feeling it. We're, I would say, a good third way through the NHL here. Yeah. They're going to the Central, they just said. Yep.
1: Easily, this is easily my favorite episode so far. Uh,
0: I would say this is one of the more fun ones. Yeah. Um, who do you, okay, there we
1: Oh Oh. jeepers creeper! They
0: already announced it It's Vancouver Is it? Yeah
1: Rivalry Boston Yeah Buffalo They're like like, We want to see
0: Jack (laughs) They're just sitting there We want it to be Edmonton So we could watch Wayne Gretzky play Alright well Whatever I don't care what they're talking about Let's talk about the Razor interview For a second Yeah
1: He was I I loved (laughs) Excuse me I loved how in-depth he was about the team now.
0: Yeah. I think Razor gave us a lot of insight on where Buffalo stands in the league, uh, what they need and what their their needs and wants. And I, I'm very... Well, I have heard what's his name's name
1: tied to the Sabres, Anderson yes. from Toronto. Now, I don't hate it depending on the price. Yeah. If he wants... If he wants two and a half, you're
0: okay. If you, you, know if, what? If you want four... Feed. Three, three, two, five. I think's a max. You gotta have a top. If you go four up, no. I, I. Now they're showing here the arena being constructed, and I noticed that in the rafters they still had the supersonics. Yep. You would have think that would have went to OKC. Nah. Um. Wow, he moves really fast, Kevin Weeks.
1: Now he's got a hard hat on.
0: (laughs) Um. He did a whole unit outfit
1: change. I do agree with what Razor said though about Reinhardt and Eichel. You got to think, dude.
0: We're gonna get a lot for them. Yes, and I think it's a sell high scenario. Mm-hmm. You you don't want to waste the prime of these young players, even though you could say Jack Eichel is in a bit of his conundrum right now. Which I noticed right now they're they're announcing a pick, Tyler Pitlick. From the Phoenix Coyotes. Yeah. Arizona you know, Coyotes, I'm sorry. Like
1: we said about Arizona.
0: I, <laughs> you could have picked who, that. Do you, who do you take? Uh, yeah, and I, I went Nicholas Jalmerson because I, I think remember. that well, would have been a the good solid one, defenseman.
1: In the original one, I took Aiden Hill, but he got traded. I took uh, I had Goligoski.
0: Another that would have been a solid pick. I like Tyler Pitlick. Pitlick a lot. A lot of these players, I don't think there's a single one over the age of 30. Dude, they're going big dogs, man. Six two. Yeah, they want a big They want. A, I think they're going to create a physical aspect here and I mean, just look at the first two picks Jeremy Lazan and Will Bargan here yep. I think they want a rough team Yeah, I don't hate it You got Tanev here, who's a tough player A lot of players here who eat a bag of shit for a win Yep
1: Sorry, I'm not. I, I just like stopped talking. Yeah, no,
0: we're we're just we're just uh, um, observing the moment here. Sean it,
1: Kemp went with uh the white tee longer than the regular tee. I like it.
0: I like it very 90s.
1: Sean Kemp not in playing shape anymore. Yep, maybe could have want to size up on that shirt. <laughs> um, good lord.
0: <laughs> Sean Kemp titties flapping in that Pacific Northwest They're gonna have wind. to get they're gonna have to get the Crisco out to get him out of that <laughs> shirt. They, they probably have some of them already to get the shirts on. Oh, my God. He probably showed up in a white shirt, and he's like, he he was like, oh, I'm supposed to wear a Kraken shirt. I don't own one. And you're like, oh, all we got is a medium. They're like, shirt. here's a here's a woman's large. <laughs> <sighs> when did Sean Kemp retire?
1: I don't know. Another dude, like, literally, you don't remember him. But, like, dude was a... Baller, and then just didn't care.
0: And Gary Payton, I remember Gary Payton. The glove. I remember him from the day. He he's well, he played a lot longer than
1: Sean Kemp. Yeah. He played with the Lakers towards the end too.
0: Yeah. The, didn't he win a championship with the Lakers? I don't know if he did.
1: It was one of those things where the Lakers built like a super team, but it was all old guys.
0: Yeah. It, it was, was like Karl Malone,
1: Gary Payton, yeah.
0: And then he, then they added Kobe and Shaq.
1: I don't think they ever won one with those two. No, because Kyle Malone never won a title. No, okay. Can okay. we just announce the friggin' pick?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, there's two picks here. I'd like to see who they're going. Is there? Yeah. Blackhawks. Blackhawks here. I have uh, Vinny Hindostroza. I had Brett Conley. No, don't get hyped first. Just speak. hey. <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Kraken official mascot Sean Kemp. He looks like one. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. He has the stomach of Gritty now. Wow. Oh, John Quinville, huh? John Quinville. Another young one Who's, who
1: second cousin of head coach Joe Quinville. You know what? Another they, young one, 42 NHL games, 25 years old.
0: I I thought this was another man, this
1: is a depth guy. He's yeah. probably going to the A.
0: Oh, he did. He had some time this year in the in in the show, and he he didn't play bad. Two goals, five points as a forward. He, he was more of a bottom four, just hold the lead kind of guy, though. Yeah.
1: Look at Sean Cap. Yep, did not have him.
0: Probably butchered the name. I did not get it. I said Landeskog just Jonas Donskoy. Yeah. Okay, I know him. Yes, I know Jonas Donskoy. Uh, I don't know Jonas uh, Donskoy. Jonas Donskoy. He's a hell of a player. Yes, I think Jonas Donskoy is brings a great forward presence to the top six. Yep. You know, and I don't, I don't remember if he's a center or not. I think he is, and I want to say he's going to slide really well into a second center spot.
1: Seventeen goals this year now. Could that be because
0: he played on Colorado? I don't know. That could be a ver- that He could be a victim of playing on Colorado. Right. But Dallas
1: Stars, Mike Modano. <laughs> they're picking Brett Hull. F him. No goal. Should have talked about the no goal with Razor. Shit.
0: I have uh, Fadoon. Uh, Dallas, I had... Oh, I had Justin Dowling. I like that pick. Um, they're going to Mount Rainier right now. Um, I'm glad to know that the Dallas Stars pick, they're going to go look at the Stars. Maybe too. this was
1: bad doing this this episode.
0: I think so. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Um. Ten thousand feet in the air they are. Okay, I want to know the pick though. Oh, they got a Jordan Eberle lookalike to do it. Tanner over here. (laughs) Christian. Jamie Alexiak. Good pick. I'm surprised by it. Not a bad pick. Good pick. Really good pick. Good defenseman. I think you're starting to see their defense. He's really, there apparently. Uh, I really think you're gonna see them uh, really Big hammer boy. onto the defense. Needs dental work. He's a hockey player. I know, but he could have put in the he could have put in the cap for this. He doesn't give a shit. Really, really showing the hockey culture here with the dental work. Yeah, Seattle. It's been a while since anyone in Seattle seen bad teeth, besides Meth Mouth. Yeah. Um. But I I'm just happy that, and then one thing I want to say about the Seattle jerseys I'm glad they didn't go the green, the green and blue. Yeah, just knock off, knock off yeah. the 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 Sonics and the Seahawks, and the Seahawks and the Mariners,
1: and basically the the Sounders. And,
0: yeah, and the Sounders because
1: they're green and blue too.
0: Yeah. So well, they're all saying, different variants of green and blue, but they're essentially all the same too. Uh, I'm gonna sit here and say, say Alexei X gonna slide into the top D pairing.
1: I'm gonna be blatantly honest with you. I thought this was only gonna take like an hour.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, we haven't been going that long.
1: Yeah, we won't go long next
0: week. No, I think I think we can have a a, a nice short episode next week. Uh we're we're mostly done. Yep. Two thirds of the way through. I think we're gonna see a commercial break here and watch another uh, another. Um, Flex Seal and uh, Shell gasoline ad. Right. Over and over, we'll, they'll, they'll show the same ad sixteen times. Um, Jamie Alexiak, though, sliding into the first deep pairing, I feel like he's a solid, solid puck puck moving defenseman.
1: Yeah. Now you know what? They're probably taking a commercial ad. I think we should talk like hockey, hockey. Yeah. Let's see. We got some trades. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the big one—the three-team trade. Yes. You got a uh, Ryan Ellis going to Philly. You got Nashville getting Cody Glass and Philip Myers. Yep. And uh, Vegas uh, getting Nolan oh, Patrick. They're, they're,
0: they're doing another pick. Carson, Carson Susi, good pick. Carson Susi. I had Nick Bjugstad, but Carson Susi's a really good pick. They're really going hard on defense. That's what I had. You had Carson Carson Susi. That's a good pick, man. Um. All right, we know about Carson Susi. Yeah. Good
1: player Now let's talk about this trade Yes Who won?
0: I would say Philly won They, they, they shelled off a, a, a tough contract and a tough player with Nolan Patrick not living up to expectations His contract's not that big, is it? No, his contract wasn't big, but he didn't live up to expectations He's still young, though, dude He's still young, but you gotta, you gotta shed that fat, though And they did need defense Yeah, and they did need help on defense with that being said, I think we're, and Ryan Ellis ended up in uh, not Ryan Ellis. Um, uh, Nolan Patrick ended up in Vegas too, right? Yes. I think that's a good pick move for Vegas. And I don't think it's a bad trade off for Nashville either,
3: getting it's Cody not.
1: Glass and Philippe Myers. Yeah.
3: I, think, I like Cody
1: Glass a lot. Yeah. You know what's weird? They don't have one draft pick. This year, no Vegas. Like I don't think they have any of their draft picks left.
0: Oh, I, I believe that
1: because yeah, I think he was their first ever draft pick.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're from the first ever one. Yep. Yeah. No, they got rid of their Nick Suzuki, Cody Glass, and somebody else.
1: And let's talk about the Rangers too. I, great trade, Barclay Goudreau. Yeah. Getting his rights for a seventh round pick, then signing him to a six year, three point something million dollar deal. Yeah. Huge move.
0: Huge move. I think that's a great uh, a great move. Getting a, a now a two time Cup winner. Yep. You, you're, you're injecting some uh, Some winning mentalities Into that team I think I'm not saying slap the The C on them But you put an A on them I think I don't know it's, You gotta shake up That, that team's locker tough room. man You gotta shake up that locker room They're complacent That Rangers team Has become complacent
1: I don't know I don't think Putting a lottery on them No
0: I think shaking it up, though, moving around that locker room, uh, I think yeah, that's a, that's going to be that, that should be thought of.
1: You got uh, Dallas. They sent uh, Jason Dickinson to uh, Vancouver in exchange for a third round pick. Dickinson's a hell of a player, young kid, twenty six years old. Yeah, I think that's a good move. Good goal scorer, good hockey player overall. Yeah, it's a good move for Vancouver.
0: I think that's a good move for Vancouver.
1: Then we had, uh, give me one second, it's right here. Then we got going back to Dallas. Miro Heskinen got paid. Miro is the backbone of that D. Eight years, $67.6 million. Yes. $8.4 million cap annually. Yeah.
0: His AAV is good. Can you imagine good? being
1: 21 years old and getting paid almost $8.5 a, a year?
0: I I wish. I wish I could even imagine that.
1: There's a couple more moves. Uh, another, another fat trimming move. Yeah. Contract move from, um, help me out here. The Islanders. Islanders getting rid of Nick Letty for Richard Panic.
0: Yeah, and uh, Richard Panic had a good first few games in Washington. He had a good time in yeah in uh in Detroit. He had, no, I don't know what's his cap hit. I want to say it was decent.
1: And Panic's a good player, dude.
0: I I want to say Richard Panic was in the fours um let me let me pull i think I, th-
1: I think you're right
0: I want maybe maybe
1: it wasn't that big of a cap shedding move because i don't know how much letty got paid i think he was getting paid
0: yeah letty was getting paid 275 for uh for panic for panic huh that's a that's what a, letty get paid nick letty let me look him up real fast
1: and they got they got draft picks to detroit um like I said, I think I do think the Islanders are going to make a move for Landeskog. Nick Leddy was five point five. That's a lot of friggin' money.
0: Yeah. So you just said next to three point five, three and a quarter million. Yeah. You know, I think they're gearing up to go for Landeskog. And I, to me, it's kind of a shocker move. Colorado trading uh, Ryan Graves. I think they were trading Ryan Graves in hopes that they could have a couple extra dollars to get Landeskog done already. But I think Landis Cog's more or less just offended now than, than wanting the money. I think he's more, like, if they would have done this 10 months ago, like he said they had 10 months to do this, yep. I, think, I think they would have signed a team friendly. And they started on Chicklets.
1: I'm sorry, but I don't think Landis Coggs a nine to ten million dollar player. I don't, I and agree. I and I I don't mean in the cap where we're in now. I mean in general. Yeah, I agree. I think he, dude, take a five million dollar deal for four or five years. Yeah, dude, you got a team built for the cup. I think, uh, and he's a key part of that. And like I said, what do you want to do, man? You want to get paid, or you want to try to win a cup? What's more important?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think uh winning the cup sealing your deal like he would it's one thing if you were from from Sweden and you grew up and you played in the Swedish League and you never really watched the NHL you watched the Swedish League right, but he went to Canada right he was from Sweden went to Canada, so he saw all these players he played with as a teenager going on and seeing Canadian teams. Wanting the cup right he grew up in the prime of his life at 16 17 years old in Canada seeing the Stanley Cup I think it's in his mind Like I get it now you're in the NHL you have players from Sweden who win the cup and They play for that right, but they didn't grow up seeing it. They grew up seeing the La Liga or whatever it's called
1: Now could he just be being a dick? He's like dude forget this for now like whatever
0: I think that's the case.
1: No, I know we'll talk about it. We talked about it on the happy hour uh, Keith Yandel getting bought out.
0: Yeah, I think Yandel's buyout and I think uh, I think Yandel's buyout is going to be more productive for Yandel than the Shooter and Yeah. And Parise buyout being productive for Shooter and Parise. Yandel's
1: still top 5
0: offensive defenseman in my opinion. Yeah. I I'd, I'd put him in top 15 defenseman in the league. That's tough. I it's a, it, I think it's a stretch, but I could put him at the 15 spot. Yeah, I
1: love you. You know, I mean, I love Jens. I always have to. Yeah, um, he'll go somewhere and flourish. I, I think he was just kind of over Florida, like you said. I think the whole healthy scratch at the beginning of the year.
0: And he he admittedly he loved it there, but I think uh, I think you know they said it on Chicklets with Whitney and Biz being buddies with him. He's going. He wants to retire there, like move to Florida when he retires and yep. all that. But I think,
1: uh, oh. Marshawn Lynch. Oh, they got him! I uh, love Marshawn Lynch.
0: Um, yeah, but y-
1: Yans will go somewhere and flourish, and like they said, maybe Boston. I, maybe I, runs that power play. Yeah. <coughs> um. Uh. Bottom six for uh, D-man now. You know, veteran presence. I, I'm just curious to see. Like who they would... said, whips it around on the power play. Yeah. Um. I, Nashville. I had Ryan Johansson, which, judging by who they've drafted so far, I don't see happening
0: anymore. Yeah. With that. Um. <coughs> I had Mark Bororecki, Boro Cop,
1: Um Which I don't even think they'll take him because his is a bigger contract, too. I don't know. He always gets paid. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how Marshawn butchers this.
0: <sighs> Two million. Cal Yarncroft. He nailed it. Nailed it. He. Had I think two, you called him. He had an assist from Kelly Jancrock. <laughs> he had an assist from Kevin Weeks, but uh, oh, again,
1: dude, like I, they're going very Yarn cap, Kroc, very yeah, cap friendly, very cap
0: friendly, very defense heavy. Um, I, I like Yarn Kroc. I think he's gonna have a good career, and I think Seattle will be a place. To I think Johansson. I thought
1: Johansson was gonna be the splash.
0: I think so too. Um, but yeah. 28 points last series. A forward. They're building a team of depth, and they're building a team of the future. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see them go older these last few picks, to really embrace uh, embrace the youth. Yeah. Kind of
1: teach. Them. Well, he's 29. Yeah. It should. It's going to be interesting, man. Right now, they've built a pretty good team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie Francis has done a good job. I think Ronnie Francis, especially with Jamie Alexiak, Kelly Arncruck, uh Colin Blackwell, Will Borgen even going in earlier in the draft. And of course we can't forget Yanni Gordon, Jared McCann.
1: Yeah. Don't so Lozon like, too. Don't he's good, man.
0: Yeah, uh uh Jeremy Lozon. There's there's a lot of depth in this team. Yeah. Now who's this guy? Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, who's he?
1: Linebacker for the Seahawks. Okay. Current.
0: Current player, stud. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm happy to see current and past players getting involved. Getting involved yeah. with this. Or maybe Sean Kemp should have wore a hoodie. I think Sean <laughs> Kemp should have wore like Should have done a double XL hoodie. That was definitely like a large. <laughs> that was a, that was like a for a dude who's like 6'10", 300 pounds. <laughs> he had to wear that shirt or else his belly button would show. <laughs> that was. A bad visual, dude. He should have tucked into a white shirt. Vince Vince Dunn, great pick. from the St. Louis Blues. I had Tarasenko. That's who I thought my dead splash would have been. Well, I tell you what. Him and Alexiak is your top D pairing. I think think? think him and Alexiak would be a great top D pairing. And then even
1: Will Borgen and uh, Jeremy Lazan.
0: I think that's a solid third D pairing right there. Yeah. You know? 24 years old. Another Stanley Cup winner. Is he an RFA or you have RFA? He's an RFA. Um, I, I went. I think.
1: Who did I go here for St. Louis? I want to say I put yet yeah, Tarasenko. I was just shooting for the moon on that one. Yeah, and, and
0: I think that would have been a good pick for goal scoring. Oh, they got another one here. Mason pick. Appleton from the Winnipeg Jets. Good pick. Good pick. He's been really solid for that Jets team. Uh, yep. I had Matthew Perreault. Uh Winnipeg. I oh, I had. Uh,
1: I don't remember. I. You know what's weird. I don't think I have a Winnipeg
0: pick. <laughs> I literally don't. I go Washington to Vancouver. No, Now, with Appleton being gone, do you think the, uh, the dynasty's over in Winnipeg? Yeah. <laughs> Hellebuck's going to be poosed. Hellebuck's not going to be happy. No,
1: he's like, there goes our future.
0: Another young one, though. Appleton, 24 years old. They're going Five. 25. Haha, <laughs> Number one pick, baby. We uh, won. Number two. Um, wow, the Pacific division sucks, huh? Yeah, the Pacific. Yeah, granted, one of the teams didn't play a game this season. Right. But I mean.
1: I mean. Dude, the, he's right. There's a real opportunity for them to at least make the playoffs.
0: I think so. And Cause, especially
1: because you figure L.A., San Jose, Anaheim, how much better are they going to get? I think L.A. has the best chance. I think you're going to th- maybe not think I'm crazy, but that kid they drafted, they're traded for from Arizona, Aiden Hill's going to show up. And I think you're going to And gonna I think Martin Quint- Jones is on his way out.
0: Oh, you're thinking San Jose here. I think you're going to see L.A. with the best chance with Quentin Byfield coming up and some young studs. Martin Firk, Um, I think personally right you now... You got Iofalo still. Yeah. Uh, I think L.A. has the best chance of... Being a contender for the playoffs next year, maybe a bottom seed playoff bracket, you know, in the bracket. But the Anchorage Hockey Academy for kids, they're not even in yeah, what's happening? Washington
1: here. They just pick random things. Another Fleury, that's his brother Hayden Another, and
0: Kale. Wow.
1: He's there. Good pick. Hayden Fleury is a good defenseman. Yeah. More like, I think I'm pretty, he's more of a puck moving guy. Yeah. Wow. I, tell you what, I want a Kraken hat, but some of those hats are hideous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I want that on my shelf just yet. Let them get their hat game down. Little
1: different, little different from the Flurries that were drafted last time.
0: Yeah. Do you think they're any relation?
1: Maybe. It's
0: probably like Theo's kids. Oh, maybe.
1: No, no way. Look how tall these kids are.
0: So he <laughs> played for the Ducks. I had Getzlav. I don't know who I had. All right, Shattenkirk. I think Fleury was the
1: best choice. Well, and it all depends on coaching, too. Can this guy
0: coach young kids? I think that's why they got him. Yeah. I think realistically that's why they got him. Uh, he's oh, I forgot 40. he
1: was a seventh overall pick.
0: Yeah. Another one from Sus- from Another Huppert big Canada. boy, man. 6'3, Six, Six, three, three. 208 pounds. Good lord! Did, is it me or did he look like a total fuck boy in his picture? Oh, I didn't see it. He looked—he looked like a total fuck boy, like average prep school hockey kid. Uh, I'm interested. Huh. I'm interested in this team now. Yeah. Very. Like it's they they they've drawn me I in. just I just want Buffalo to be better than that. I'm like that's it. I don't think that's a possibility right now. I don't either. With Eichel needing the surgery he's getting, he's gonna be out for the year. And with Eichel being out, I don't foresee that happening. I don't see Buffalo make but Buffalo being a good team this year.
1: Tough sledding right now, man.
0: I it, think Razor is right. You're gonna see a
1: better compete this year.
0: I think so, especially with the coaching change and I think you're going to see that. I think you're seeing a captain come out right now.
1: Yeah, Giordano's coming.
0: Yeah, Mark Giordano, we both picked for... They're picking the Flames. Dude, much more ahead. What do we got, like, four teams left? They're going to have a musical act. It's probably going to be Nirvana with the ghost of Kurt Cobain. Um... All right, next up is the Calgary Flames. Sorry, guys, we
1: had to take a break. Yeah, this was, <laughs> is, you, you guys are probably sick and fucking tired to listen to us.
0: Yeah, I know I'm going to be sick and tired to listen to this at work.
1: Yeah, uh, that's what I'll listen to. It. I'll play it at
0: my desk tomorrow. Yeah. Um. But Calgary, we both picked Giordano.
1: People people just think I'm a psychopath listening to myself talk for an <laughs> hour and a half.
0: They're thinking you're having a conversation with yourself, and then your imaginary friend came out. I think this is Giordano. Okay, There, Kevin Weeks is now a doctor. Um... Not for nothing. I don't trust him doing my open heart surgery. It in looks five like years. he's a doctor.
1: Like in no, all seriousness, it looks like he's a doctor. He does. He looks like, like if he walked in, I'm like, oh my god, hey. <laughs> <I'm>
0: like, eh. <laughs> not for nothing. Look at this lady in front. She's like, I don't want to be here.
1: I know. She's like, I'm working a 38-hour shift.
0: Oh god, this this is cringy.
1: Yeah, wow. no, this is, they got a
0: family to help take care of this girl in front family. does not give a shit. She does not. She's not sitting. She's looking back. Me like, who's this guy behind me? It,
1: there it is. Oh, Mark, Mark Giordano. Giordano.
0: Jinx. owe me a kiss on the lips. There's the move. No problem.
1: Um, secondly, if that lady's in surgery, can she please take her nose ring out before she operates on me?
0: I, I, I hope so. If not, at least wear the face mask.
2: Is there's he there? A, He's got to be there. Of the,
0: officially, a changing of the guard in Calgary. Now, we know. What, we kind of have an idea what this means for Seattle. What does this mean for Calgary now without a captain? And that's the thing. Who's going to be their captain? Kachuk wants out. Allegedly. Uh, Goudreau wants out. That's not even allegedly. Yeah, that one's pretty pretty on the nose there. Goudreau wanting out. I think.
1: I figured he was going to be there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I personally think you, you have to look at the scenario in Calgary And say we don't name a captain No, no, you can't Because you have two variables who can be the captain Allegedly wanting out at least one of them um, If not both And who, who do you have? Sean Moynihan? I tell you what, I'll make the move right now You want
1: uh, Ikes and Rhino? We'll, we'll take Kachuk and Goudreau And a first-round
0: pick I don't think that'll happen It's weird seeing him in a different jersey. Yeah. That's crazy. This is his first time ever being drafted?
1: That's nuts. I can't believe that. Norris Trophy winner, first time ever drafted.
0: Yep. Uh, Giordano, that's my third one correct.
1: I like how Dominic Moore had to point out that he earned his way as a free agent.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone in Seattle knew that because I know neither of us in this room knew that.
1: Well, no, because they just said they're
0: like, He's like, I was never
1: drafted. He's like, yeah, never drafted. Had to earn his way as a free agent. I'm like, yep, I know how this works, Dom. I think he had to explain it to I him. do like Dominic more. though.
0: I do too. <laughs> yeah, No, they didn't call you. They're, like they're, they're, they're going to love him there. I think so. Because he's, he's, he's a very blue-collar guy. Mm-hmm. Lunch, lunch pail guy. La- very much. Uh, Work boots, lunch pail. He'll eat another one. He'll eat a bag of shit for a win. Yeah. And he can move that puck still. Uh huh. Just two years removed from a Norris trophy. Yeah. Uh I think I I I don't think you're seeing Norris caliber Gi- Giordano here but no. I think what you're seeing here is he's going to be there for the youth and I think you're going to see him train a captain. That's why I think you name him the captain. Just so just so you identify yourself opposite of Vegas. Like I said I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good good for Seattle. They got one not more not good for Calgary. They got two more, I think.
1: Well they got Vancouver and uh, Edmonton. Another one, another one Adam, Adam Larson. Adam
0: Larson. Yeah. Who is this guy? Kyle Lewis. Uh another uh Seahawk?
1: Maybe. I don't know, I'm not sure.
0: Um does he play for the Supersonics? His sure fits. Yeah, no, he's also in playing shape. Mariners, Mariners outfield. I thought I figured they'd have a game today. Uh, it was
1: your turn because I guessed a couple things for the last guy, uh, the soccer player.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um,
1: I think on that, I knew, no joke, I think this will set Seattle apart. I think their fans are going to be phenomenal.
0: I think so, too, which I'll admit Vegas' was very phenomenal. Well, I think –
1: there it is, Adam Larson. And that was a no-brainer because I'm pretty sure they already talked to uh, to signing him. Yeah. I think he's getting four a year – over four a year, which, like I said, to me is too much. Yes, but – But there's another dude. There's another top four defenseman. Yeah. Now, I would put – what's his name on the top line over him? Alexiak. I would put Alexiak and Giordano together. But – well, right. Here's my thing, though. And and that we forget that, too. Adam Larson's a lot younger than we thought. He's just been in the league for 10 years because he started playing when he was 12. Yeah. You know? But say you put someone like Larson and Vince Dunn, a shutdown defenseman, a puck-moving defenseman. That's a good tandem.
0: Yeah. And you know? I think uh, you see Alexiak and... And Giordano is a that top That is player. a great top six. And honestly, Borgen and Lozon. And Lo- Lozon as, You know yeah. what? They're, they're fringe. I think they're with this roster. Lozon's
1: a decent puck moving defenseman.
0: Yeah, and he can take the body. And Borgen's a shutdown demon. Borgen's very much a shutdown demon. So, yeah, this three was, now. They're, they're ending with the Pacific. I think they're throwing in a dagger here. One, Curtis McDermott, Curtis McDermott wow. from the, the L.A. King. Kings. I had Martin Furk. I had Austin Wagner. You had Austin Wagner. I was thinking
1: Brendan Lemieux, too. And the Uh, thing is, Wagner's a stud, dude. i like... Excuse me. Here's the thing I think. Ron Francis has a plan. Yes. There's something going on, because outside of Giordano, what's he paying? You're right. Another dude. This guy is a monster. 6'5",
0: 230. Yeah. I think he wants to make a physically dominant team. Yeah. I don't think he wants to score goals with sticks. I think he wants to just push people in the net. Yep. You're going to see almost like an
1: Islander style, but like fun to watch. Yeah. With, you, know, like, you
0: know what? Instead of boxing out the goal and they might shoot, shots, they might. Hit they might you.
1: shoot more than three times a game.
0: Yeah. So the last two picks, Vancouver and uh, San Jose. Um. In the aquarium, I think they're going to do the sharks. Kevin next. Weeks, they
1: just gave him such a shit job. They really
0: did. They really threw Kevin Weeks in the ringer here. Uh, so for San Jose, I had Patrick Marlowe just to. Just I to got really, market. I got Marcus Sorensen. I I picked Marlowe. He's a cheap cap hit, and honestly, I think he will just piss off sharks fans. Let's see.
1: Alexander True. I said, I said it, I think. I know. I know Ron Francis has a plan.
0: 24 years old. Another Dude, these guys are huge. He, he played for three seasons with the Seattle ah, W.H.L. There you, there you go. Has ties. Cousins. Cousin of Nicholas Ehlers. Wow. Oh. He's um, from Denmark, huh? Yeah. Mm. Good looking kid. He is. He has the ears of Dumbo.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. Oh, still a good
0: looking kid. Still a good looking kid. Last one. Last one, we have the Vancouver Canucks, the natural rivalry.
1: I pick Braden Holby. Clearly, it's not going to be him. I
0: pick Nikolai Ehlers. That... No, no, I'm sorry. Not Nikolai Ehlers. Wow, we just read his name. Alex Edler.
1: Would be a good pick, but I don't think he's going to... It's going
0: to be a young kid. I think so, too, but I don't think Edler's that old, either.
1: Well, comparatively to the rest of the team.
0: Yeah, comparatively to the rest of the team, I think he'll be older but right uh, uh, let's see edler he's wow he is he's born in 86 uh,
1: thank you prick oh, you compared, saying he's old
0: oh compared to the rest of the team no i'm talking about me yes you're yeah, also prick old. you're also old uh are they bringing the coach out for this one or
1: all uh, right jerry Bruckheimer. excuse me jerry
0: Bruckheimer, the director what did he oh look at that caps fan in there he's He must be pissed because he's like, who's going to be our goalie if we're trading Samson off?
1: They didn't trade Samson off. Oh,
0: they're not. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, it's a good team, man. And they did, like I said, they did take a lot of depth, guys, which you have to, you know. Yeah. you, You can't. Oh, never mind. Jerry Bruckheimer is the owner.
0: I think he's also something else. Yes, yes.
1: I'm pretty sure he is a director. Yeah, he's an American film producer. Okay,
0: but he also happens to own this uh, franchise. Big deal. You
1: think you're better than me? You are. Um.
0: <laughs> um, Top Gun, uh, Crimson Tide, Armageddon, um, Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down, Beverly Hills Cop, Bad Boys. Did he make it? any?
1: Did he make any big name movies?
0: Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, National Treasure. So no. Um, also CSI, CSI Miami, CSI New York, CSI Cyber.
1: <laughs> so he didn't do anything big.
0: No, nothing big. Um, and Cole Lind,
1: good hockey player.
0: Wow, Cole Lind from the Vancouver. Another one, Nuts. dude.
1: Twenty-two years old.
0: He uh didn't he have time in here in Utica? He did. Played very well. I think Cole Lind's a very good pick. Uh, time here in Utica. With the with the NHL expansion draft being done. Yep. And Seattle's team finally being finalized, for the most part, depending on free agents and all that. Right. Where do you foresee them being in the Pacific Division with Edmonton, Calgary, um, Arizona, not Arizona anymore, sorry, um, Vancouver, and, and the California teams, Anaheim, St. Louis. Oh, wow. How many teams do you take the playoffs for? Uh, per division, the top three. The top three, but then two wild cards. I can realistically see them make a push for the playoffs. I can see them
1: with and it all depends. it all depends on Chris Drieser. Yes. Which, I think he can carry a team or I think he could be okay. Yes.
0: I personally see them being a wild card to a three seed um, in the division. I think you see a bounce back here from Vancouver because admittedly Colin isn't the biggest loss for Vancouver um, well, the, the the the
1: whole COVID thing murdered. Yeah, them the whole this COVID year.
0: thing murdered them. Uh, uh, Pedersen being injured basically the whole year it yeah. really put damper on them. And I think you'll see
1: Calgary come back strong too. I, maybe, maybe. maybe. Who knows? Depending on what they're doing,
0: depending on their game plan. With like you said, Giordano and uh, uh, Kachuk both allegedly wanting out. At least one of them. Goudreau least, and Kachuk. At least Goudreau. I mean, at least Goudreau and Kachuk wanting out, and at least definitely. Uh, Goudreau, and now losing Giordano, you're losing your captain. Oh, and here's the thing with that too: if you don't trade those
1: two, what are you just going to have two pissed off players on the team not wanting to play? Yeah. You know what? That's
0: even worse. Yeah. I would say you see Calgary take a step back next year, and I see, I, I say you see Edmonton taking. I want to say they move forward, but I, I'm hearing there's a. a Contract in the works for Mike Smith, and I'm sitting there looking at him and be like, What the fuck?
1: You got to figure out your goalie situation. That's it. You got to figure
0: out your goalie situation. I personally,
1: you got to figure out your goalie situation. I think you got to sign Tyson Berry to a decent deal, and I don't mean a lot of money, but you got to do something with him because he played phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And like, I I personally don't want to sit here and say Edmonton's going to be bad because they're not. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're not going to go far. But outside of Mike Smith,
1: Smith, Mike Smith's your top guy? Yeah. You don't have a backup plan. I don't, like I said, you could think of Linus Allmark.
0: Yeah, Linus Allmark. Um, I, I personally think that's the number one choice.
1: To be honest with you, if Allmark played in Buffalo this year, the way he would play in Edmonton,
0: they could make a run for the cup. I think so. And not to not to discredit Mikko Koskinen, but I don't think he's ready. Is he gone? No. I thought they were, they were looking at another dude. They were looking to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, they also have Alex Stalock, who I think is very much a black ace and very much not there. Right. Um. And LA I don't think's ready. No. I think Byfield needs a I don't think I think Byfield needs a year on the show to really show what he needs, show what the team needs. Um Anaheim I think they're dead in the water and I think you see San Jose are dead in the water also.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, San Jose has got problems.
0: So like we're sitting here realistically, we're talking about two teams and Seattle. Yep. We're looking at Edmonton and Vancouver winning the, one of those two teams winning the division. And then Seattle rounding it out.
1: And you're not wrong, huh? It's that Oilers looking at a new deal with Mike Smith. Yeah. What? I don't know.
0: It was a two-by-two by two, by two deal, which is friendly, team-friendly in cost. But, like, you got to realistically look at, at Linus Hallmark here. Yep. Like, wait
1: until free agency. Hallmark's
0: probably the best one of the top goalies to get. Yeah. With Freddie, An- Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson, who I think, honestly, he's better than Mike Smith. Right So if you have Mike Smith We just named two guys better than Mike Smith Yeah And Officially Drieger's off the board Yep So Yeah you have Allmark and Anderson You can't look at Mike Smith this year Either Either you force Koskinen to take a step up here Or you find a, a one A number one goalie Koskinen ain't a young guy either
1: He's 33 years old Yeah 33
0: So add Realistically we're looking at Seattle making the playoffs.
1: That's what I'm going with.
0: Yeah, I think we've been on a many, long time, two hours and almost ten minutes now, to
1: But I just wanna, I, I want to thank again, Rob Ray.
0: Yes, thank First you. First interview
1: much. ever, just incredible guy. Hopefully we can get him on again. Hopefully we can, I don't know, talk to other guys. I don't know.
0: I'm thinking this is a a, a window opening for us.
1: I hope so. If Razor seemed to like us, I hope. I hope um also thank you guys for staying with us listening to this bullshit i had a great time this is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done
0: yeah i mean live reacting to the yeah. to the to the to the draft here to the yeah. expansion draft this is realistically the last time this will ever happen yep so we had to we had to take full advantage yep thank you very much yeah thanks Pat. any last words
1: no, like, I, I'm i like a child. Like, it was just an amazing experience to interview Rob Ray. Yeah. I,
0: um, And for can't me. Can't thank him enough, man. You know, everything this Cause week. Because he didn't, like, let's be real. He didn't have to do that. And he didn't have to give us 30 minutes.
1: He doesn't know us. He doesn't know he doesn't anything know about us. doesn't
0: us anything. We, we do officially. We're not spitting chiclets. We don't have a huge following. And we do officially owe one, one restaurant a visit.
1: Oh, Almost almost. Yeah, almost I
0: have it written down. But Ed, take us away, man. Thank you so much for listening to On Thin Ice. Episode
1: 22. Episode
0: 22 featuring Rob Ray. This episode is brought to you by Gallon Gear. Use code tailgate at com for 20% off your purchase. That is G-A-L-L-O-N-G-E-A-R.com. Thank you very much. We'll see you Friday with the happy hour. Thanks, guys.